<laughs> we're, we haven't got into it. I just I did it now, but you know, I usually yeah. like to have that on an edit shit. So uh, we'll uh, just keep recording on this side too, just have a backup just in case. Yeah, that cool? no, yeah. yeah, that's perfectly fine. It's just uh, right. yeah, and also you know, shit that that weird hissy like Wu Tang dirty needle shit. We can make like we're pulling this from the archives. <laughs> It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Digging in the crates for a second. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are letting some sunshine slip away. We need to record all of this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I have my, I Majesty. hit the button. I went ahead and hit right. the button. I put my finger right. on the motherfucking button. Unlike, uh, unlike Dave Chappelle with his fucking vaccine. Uh, yeah. Jeez. All right, I'm about to start recording my side. <laughs> Shame on a nigga. <laughs> All right, it's Dynamic Menace. Oh, wait, hold on. Did you press it already? Oh, wait, wait, what? Oh, all right. Okay, whatever. Take two. <laughs> all right, now we're on Dynamic Menace. Oh, now we're on Dynamic Menace. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, if you couldn't tell, uh, we're just waking up, or at least me and Rob are, and... Uh, Q and Nico are bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And that's the dynamic of it. <laughs> ah, you said it! <laughs> right out the bat. We're going to get it out of the way, right away. He worked the title into the opening statement. <laughs> there he did. Yes, he did. Clever. Exactly. We're it's clever. Yeah. I feel like me and Drew came downstairs and Q and Nico are already at the table having breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like, where the yeah. fuck you? I'm having muesli and shit. Yes. Just like, yeah. look, Nico's We're having Captain lazy. Crunch. What <laughs> 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 the fuck is going on? Yeah. Guys, we're supposed to be in the car in 10 minutes. Let's go. Crunch berries, nigga. How you guys doing out there? I'm chilling. Yeah? Yeah, I've just been, um, I've been working and creating. Um, I feel like I'm in a bag right now, man. I've been back in, uh, back in the space of recording music. I have this, like, bad habit of, like, producing and writing everything and not recording anything and then, like, building up, like, 10 songs worth of shit and then be like, you know, I should probably start making these real. <laughs> Um, so I started that process and I'm just, I'm having a lot of fun. Good, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Man, that's amazing. I think, I think all of us have a lot of, uh, tangent passions and then sometimes we get lost cause we get so involved in something and then all of a sudden we're like, oh shit, I got this other thing over here I want to do, you know? So yeah. that's good, man. And especially the best part you said about all that is that you're just having fun. And I love that, man. I love that when we find the sins we're happy about, you know? Mm-hmm. We spend too much time on stuff that probably don't feel so passionate about. So it's good when we get to do this shit. For sure. How's the weather out there, man? I was just talking to my cousin. So I still got family back in Boston. So it sucks over there. And then my other cousin lives in Montreal. He said that shit was negative 20. Fuck the hell. What is that? How do you live? (laughs) What's that about? It's pretty fucking cold here, but not negative 20. G Rose. Yeah, that sounds like some super villain shit. They might have some like <laughs> Captain Cold out here. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Captain uh, Cold. Sorry, I stepped away from the microphone for like 10 seconds. I come back and there's Captain Cold happening. Yeah. We, was, we were talking about the weather, and uh, apparently in Canada it's like negative 20. And I was like, it's fucking cold. It's not that cold. Yeah. Oh, my, my cousin's out there, and he says like negative 20. I'm like, that's just gross. Q, for as often as we steer the episode off the road, you, you can't afford to step away from the mic because you're going to miss some shit. Yeah. 
that's Ooh. that's a that's a message not only for me but also for the people at home. <laughs> Do not peel your ears away from the speaker. You're gonna miss some incredibly dope shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. he comes back and then he said "gooby goo goo." Yeah, listen to us, to us talk about like how delicious Frosted Flakes are compared to Rice Krispie treats, and then you come back when we're talking about Saved by the Bell versus like. <laughs> The Golden Girls and who would win in the fight between cast to cast? <laughs> My money's on B. Arthur. Ooh. You know, what Arthur. You think? Yeah, Betty White's, B. Arthur. Betty White's no pushover. Cause. No, ah, she's not. She's still fighting the good fight. Yeah, B. She, Arthur is the fucking queen bee of that hive. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, but no, don't sleep. She doesn't yeah, fuck no. around. She has zero fuck around. <laughs> zero. Yeah. But you're Betty, the bass Betty, in that Betty, voice. That bitch. <laughs> nobody fucking with her. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah. It's like you got two Buster Rhymes fucking heading up and no split star. Ooh. Yeah. Exactly. Just fucking going at it. That's that's all that's happening right there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you let uh what is it? Oh, what was it? Uh Buster Rhymes and T.I. that fucking versus when that was oh, like uh, the yeah. verses that never happened yeah, that T.I. was running from. Yeah, running top speed I trying to be that like, show was hilarious. He was, he was like it was like a fucking sci-fi thing. He was throwing up flares in space, they're trying to get the torpedo to run. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, like, like trying, trying to, to make com- <laughs> comparisons to like Karis one. It's like Buster just put out an album this week, my G. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Stop like, right. His terrible, his terrible bars have more shit packed into them than your whole album. Stop, <laughs> stop, full stop. Like, don't get it twisted. I, I mean, I love, love Tip. Like him on interviews, like the way in which he fucking, oh my god, he fucking Walking suplexes. He suplexes people, but like, I'm sorry, bar for bar, it's no, there's no comparison. Do you remember, like, uh, I think it was like when Fifty and Ja Rule were beefing, and like I think Ja Rule said something about Busta Rhymes, and to that point, I never really heard. Bust to like battle or go at somebody like that, and Eminem and those guys like released like a, a diss track, and that was the first time I'd ever heard fucking Busta Rhymes like. Yeah, he went hard for aftermath. Lop somebody's head clean <laughs> off. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I was like, when he about, got like, into it, I was like, this nigga's actually beefing with somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then even at the end, he addressed it. He was like, "All right, now just let me return to my regular self." Yeah, like. Yeah. Talk about partying and bitches and stuff like that. No, yeah. like, all right, look. Yeah, no. Like John Wick, he just came out of retirement for this one job. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like good. most of my childhood revolves around Shady Records versus Murder Inc. I love that shit. Yeah. That was like <laughs> Murder that was, Inc. That was that was, that was a that was a beef that like chronicled uh my entire high school career. It was great. It was fantastic. That was a good time and yeah. fucking legitimate. Like that's what Royce was getting to. He's like, where are the battle rappers at? Where'd y'all go? Yeah. Where are the yeah. real rappers at? Like, There's I'm no just gonna start anymore. I'm gonna start beef just to see if y'all have anything. Nobody was yeah. nobody was doing anything. Nobody wanted to fucking no. nobody wanted fucking a carne asada taco. Like nobody wanted. <laughs> Yo, I think there's something to be said though for like, and I mean I, I'm also coming at this from a, like an artist perspective, but I yeah. think there's something to be said for uh, people's adherence to nostalgia as far as yeah. the way that the culture moves because it's like yo beef doesn't fit our current constructs for what we're trying to do communally so it's like like i get you want competition but there's an element of like toxicity that you're tying it to that to me like you're you're hearkening back to like Yo, it used to be that like a nigga would own the corner and now it's like you got to do these like 
cell phone drug deals. It's like, yo, we're still talking about drug dealing though. So like, can we, can we remove the context and kind of get to like a higher place of how we, how we interface with this like version of competition? Yeah. Cause I think, I think like to me, Royce is like a classic example of that where it's like, this thing is on clubhouse talking about other adult men and the decisions (laughs) that they choose to make on a day-to-day basis. It's like, fam, it's 2021. You're a grown ass man. Like, just be good at rapping where you're but at. Also, you but, also, to... but also, but also, like 50-year-olds roided out. Benzino decided to try to start beef with him out of nowhere. No, like, you're not wrong, but he's also <laughs> roided out. So at least I can attribute that to, like, a substance. And no, no, and no, and no shade to hormone use and pharmaceutical use. Just some people, <laughs> if you're an asshole and you take something that's going to, you know, accentuate your personality in such a way, Correct. you know cocaine and you know a good oh, round of like your personality if you're gonna do test ace every day you're gonna be an agitated motherfucker you know that's just gonna happen <laughs> that's honestly like yo like i can't i can't rock him but that's one of the best bill cosby jokes that ever existed it's like uh when he's talking about cocaine yeah like, yeah oh, it enhances your personality he's like, yeah. well, what if you're an asshole yeah, <laughs> i was like oh shit <laughs> bill cosby said asshole yeah yeah <laughs> that's like half the joke right there <laughs> Yep, and he was, oh uh, boy, he was, and he was Cosby and at the same time. Oh, yeah, boy. yep, because that's the same uh, stand-up where he's talking about Spanish flies. <laughs> it's like, you creepy old bastard. Yeah. You know what, that, that actually plays into our topic today, right? Like, yeah. where we kind of examine celebrity and how it's evolved over the last couple decades. Like, I, I would say pre and post social media right like because now they're definitely under the microscope everything they do like you find out about it like today Mm -hmm. you know and bill cosby was one of the the better examples of like like i was doing some stuff he wasn't he wasn't a swell guy in his his prime and he was pointing the finger at everybody pull your pants up get out of your parents house all the rest of the shit how about you fucking get out of hotel rooms and stop slipping girls roofies (laughs) remember they said he called eddie murphy and it was like he wasn't raw and he was like you can't say i didn't say as a matter of fact bill if you look at the record i say fuck shit pussy asshole okay Yeah, yeah, like I just went out there, said that, and said, "All right, good night." Good night. (laughs) You cannot say (laughs) fuck. And also, also, social media doesn't really do. It's it's like a uh, it has it has its you know it has its detriments, like everything. Like it's fucking being used to manipulate entire populations. But at the same time, Eddie Murphy's coming back out, and he's like, "Yeah, some of that shit I said was wild. My bad. Like, and not even my bad. Like, I wouldn't even. My views have changed." And like, you know, also it's led us to versions of, you know, uh, you know, dealing with reconciliation is super fucking crazy. Like uh, Mike Tyson, right? Like the idea that you don't have to accept somebody as a changed person, but somebody can be a changed person. Um, and somebody can, yeah. you know, even though, you, you know, everybody, you know, he had, he had all of, you know, all of black America blaming Robin Givens for getting beat up and assaulted. Um, meanwhile, look what she was wearing. <laughs> now, he's, now he's now he's out here on on Beyonce's internet calling uh, Lil Boosie gay to his face to his face to his, yeah to his face like what, like, what do you think you might be gay yeah the man, the look on that man's face mm-hmm. where it's like yo I don't fuck with this I don't yeah. fuck with you but I also want to survive this interview yeah you gotta do, you gotta you gotta deal with a you gotta deal with an old head saying that to your chest like I think you might be you know what I'm saying if you this if you're this far over full tilt over like you might be covering up something like what happened 
feel like he came at him. I couldn't believe that he really went there. And Boosie just got this straight face on it, like, no. Like, I'm not going to overreact because I know that's going to play into what you're talking about. <laughs> but I'm not. Nigga, you gay. Just leering. kind of suspect. <laughs> yeah, that, we need... Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. But yeah, we also I need Boondocks back. We need yeah. Boondocks back. That's real. We need Boondocks yeah. and Chappelle Show to be back, back to back. <laughs> Same network. Nine 9.30 Chappelle Show. Uh, 9 o'clock Chappelle Show, 9.30 Boondocks. Mm. Figure out the order, Adult Swim, get it together. You know I think what I'm saying? Most of those are on HBO Max now, right? Well, yeah. no, Chappelle Show's gone. They they don't. Yeah, they don't. Uh, Boondocks. They're just doing it off Comedy Central. Yeah, you don't. You don't because they don't. They weren't paying Chappelle. But like yeah, you know, right. back to you know, and and on topic, like I think I think some of this is highly necessary because it's pulling celebrities off. In some cases, it's pulling celebrities off of their pedestal. Yeah. Um, that, oh, we, yeah. that we put them on. Right, like we put them in these exalted categories of like they're this one thing, and it turns out that they're people, uh, and they're fucking they're they're just as weird and complex as we are, and you have oh, yeah. to you have to learn what it means to like you know I've I did the thing on uh, where it's like you know there's the only love that exists is unconditional, and the only acceptance that really exists is unconditional, right? Like you really like and and it starts with and it starts with you, and it's like we we have this view that like they need to be this thing that we are not um and my dear friend, like I'm all types of you know you know between therapy and reflection and meditation and just fucking going out in the street and cursing somebody out for not looking in the parking garage and understanding what those round ass mirrors are for. Um, so that you know what's coming around the corner and people yeah. creeping at like three miles an hour, like, come on, like fucking drive. Like learn the rules <laughs> of the road. So, so, I think like the, the Trader Joe's parking lot is fucking ridiculous. Fuck that. You have to go to fucking Dante's Inferno to park your car. I'm on the second level of hell and I need to park my fucking Oh, that is funny. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I feel like every episode we've done up to this point has all been leading to just being able to let Q vent about this one specific Trader Joe's <laughs> on 7th and Dr. Martin Luther King Drive. <laughs> it's always MLK. It's always MLK. I was going to say either that or Malcolm X fucking freeway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say that, like, one of the, the uh, I think a good juxtaposition of uh, the celebrity versus then versus now is, like, Jordan and LeBron. Like, because... We didn't hardly know anything about Michael Jordan, like other than like the bits and pieces we would get in interviews. But like, if you look at LeBron now, we get to see him having dinner. We get to see him like getting ready for work. Like we get to see him on the way to the game, like in his free time, like when he trains, you can see none of that shit with Michael Jordan, you know? Like it was breaking news to find out that he gambled. Like they ran with that shit. And that's not even that big a deal. Like really, like the dude makes millions, hundreds of millions of dollars you know, so who cares if he gambles? As long as his, his kids are fed, there's a roof over his family's his head. His family's head. Like it wasn't that big a deal, but we found out something that made him seem human, and everybody fucking freaked the fuck out. You know, and seeing him, seeing him on an, on another note, like seeing him react to like his anything that made him look human was kind of foreign to me. I don't know how you guys felt, but like seeing him play sick, seeing him uh, deal with his father's passing, like that stuff was, it seemed weird. It was like seeing Superman fucking in a wheelchair or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
So, but I feel like that would definitely, it, it's, it's all of, all of the celebrities and I use LeBron cause they fucking draw that parallel so often, but yeah, it's but it, because of social media, mm-hmm. we know exactly what they're doing mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. you know? But I think that's what, that's what, uh, <clears throat> for me, that's what makes, I, I, that's what puts LeBron in like a, in a different category to me. And it preserves the spot that uh, Michael Jordan has to me. Right. Is like when people are like, you know, oh, the greatest basketball player of all time. And it, I'm like, well, we're talking about basketball. Right. And we're talking about greatest. You know, I, I, I don't even I, I hold those two thoughts in my head and they don't compete with each other like that. The, 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 the sheer greatness of the athlete and the basketball player and the human being that LeBron is and the sheer greatness of the basketball player that Michael Jordan uh, was. I remember when we were in San Diego and Jordan used to always come around with his when he still had his Hitler stash. And yeah. You know, and like seeing him and just being like, this is so, this is like a rarefied moment to like, even like, and he wasn't even playing ball. He was playing fucking golf and, you know, talking to really hot chicks as you should when you're retired and, you know, making, you know, half a billion dollars a day. Um, I do none of that. And I talk to hot chicks. See, that's why Joe, (laughs) look here, chief, we can't all be in your rarefied ground. Okay. Like I go on and I talk on air and expose my emotions. You do squats and you get more likes than I do. (laughs) Like let's, let's stop the, and you know what I'm saying? That's like, (laughs) like I see, I see them. I see, I see Rob up there doing squats. I'm like, yo, how come he has like 400 fucking likes? I say, I, I went up there, I can't get somebody to look at anything. Like, I'm, I'm, I think you're missing the point is that he's squatting a lot of weight. It's a, a, lot <laughs> it's a of tremendous weight. amount of weight. It's a yeah, tremendous, it's, it's like four of us all together. And then, human, yeah, and then exactly. he still puts plates on there. And then what you don't see because we're at the same gym and he doesn't put on his social media is that when he takes off the plates, then he has like four or five girls sit on each end of the fucking bar. <laughs> I actually think we do have... Um, video of him doing that same shit over here at my house. <laughs> like him doing squats with like people sitting on the shoulder. <laughs> like the fucking somebody has video of that. Yeah. <laughs> Montage of Hercules fucking doing one of his feats. Yeah. That's why. It's like a party <laughs> trick. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, gather around. Gather around. <laughs> you dare me? You dare me? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, and that's how it go. <laughs> so Jordan, right? Jordan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Somebody stepped away for a second. We were talking about Jordan and LeBron as a celebrity, and now they're back, and we're like goofing off talking about this. Yeah, no, it's I mean, but it's that girls are on a unit. (laughs) But that's where we're at. Like the it's um you know what is it um there's a zero there's a magazine that I I record to, and they taught they called it uh the great flattening, I believe. And they talk it's just like the flattening of the hierarchy of 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 not only celebrity but just like people in general, right? So. You know, people can talk shit, uh, not even talk shit, right? But just legitimately have conversations about um, Lady Gaga at the inauguration, and what that and what that means in in different circles, right? Like how you know, from a fan perspective, they're like, "Oh my God, this is amazing!" But then even fans being like, "Hold up, but shouldn't she? Doesn't she? You know, contend with all these other things that like Biden definitely has, you know, shown himself in the past to like not give a fuck about when it comes to women." And it's like. I I feel like where people are making people are making judgments. Um, I feel like those are spaces for conversation, um, and I feel like those are places where like these things ought to be brought up, but not in the judgment of the, you know. I don't want to, you know, 
not to fall into judgment of, you know, let's take it back to somebody that I give a fuck about, right? Like not to be in judgment of Dave Chappelle, um, but to like literally have the conversations around his transphobic comments or about anything or his comedy and piece like piece like that. Like, yeah, they're fucking funny. And also they're an entry point for a conversation about like, hold up, do we have transphobic fucking thoughts in our circle? Like, uh, yeah. that, you know, how do we, how do we feel about that? <clears throat> like, are we just, are we cracking jokes or is this something that like, we're actually like, you know, and I, I, I just feel like they're, they're these dope ass moments uh, where we can like, actually like, like desist with judgment and get into like actual critique or, and get into actual, like, you know, a little bit of, you know, not to be super deep, but just like analysis of this, of self. And like whether or not we got some, we don't end up like Duck Dynasty in like sixty years. Like, well, the you know, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but that was true and sick. That was true for a bit, but like now, uh, that wasn't true. There was actually a whole group of people that felt as though they couldn't fucking talk. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. End of the day, um, definitely speaking stuff out and being able to hear another side. But I think that's the other thing. Like, I think that just doesn't happen. The conversation doesn't happen often enough whether it's someone speaking or someone listening, because that's mm-hmm. the two sides. Some people don't even listen. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. So, but um, I think for continuous growth and for us to, you know, move on or kind of figure things out, we, we have to talk more. Yeah. I think a lot of it stems from, um, it's the political game where it, it I, personally, I feel like it hinges on two things. One, it hinges on like intellectual laziness. So the idea that if I align myself with one of your ideas, I don't have to worry about investigating my opinions on the laundry list of other ideas associated with it, i.e. like yeah. Republican Party. So it's like you hear people say that they don't support a thing, right? And you're like, okay, cool. Like I totally understand your perspective and why you don't think that's a good idea your party is linking that to a laundry list of other things that you actually support. But instead of doing the work to investigate each issue, you're comfortable just saying, no, these other people worry about it for me because we're aligned as far as our values. And you're not because one, you don't know their values. And two, you probably don't know your own. You haven't done enough evaluation of that. So you just align yourself with an opinion because of the overall title that you associate with. And you go, okay, yeah, these people usually rock with me. So I'm all set. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a comfort zone. I think a lot of people, whether it's out of ignorance or fear, like they don't want to learn. Like you said, I think a great point you said is just they don't know what they want. They don't know what they like. They, they don't know themselves. So it's kind of scary to either make that journey or to find those answers because a lot of people are scared to do that. They're comfortable just, like you said, aligning, aligning themselves with a group. And just going along with whatever they fucking, their beliefs are already instead of figuring it out for themselves, you know? Yeah. Which going back to our topic, I think like, you know, I've had a lot of conversations this past week just around <clears throat> celebrity or like events. Like there was a friend of mine um, where like, or, or I'd rather like a, uh, there's a group of friends that I have and someone in the group of friends was like really excited about something that had to do with Tory Lanez. And I was just like, why do we give a shit? And um, <laughs> as we continued like going into the conversation, you know, one of my friends was like, oh, so you think like he actually, you think he, he shot Megan? And I'm like, I don't, like my thought process is not relevant. I believe black women. So I excuse myself from having to do the mental gymnastics to say whether or not someone's guilty of a thing, especially when yeah. there's an ongoing court proceeding, by just saying like, yo, use your logic. 
why would someone three times to four times as famous and successful and relevant as this other person make up a lie that causes them to be the focus of rumor mills and fucking news uh, articles and rumors shooting all over the internet and being ridiculed in this way and that way while yeah. the other guy makes a fucking album about it. Like, who would you believe? Like, just look at the the, yeah. the evidence and kind of, like, make a decision there. But because you're so focused on protecting your ego and, like, the fact that, like, you take personally when someone says men are trash, you're always looking for the way to, like, make the man in the situation not the issue because it'll invalidate the things that you're being confronted with about your misogyny. So yeah, you just yeah. go, well, I don't think he really did that. And it's like, no, you're projecting. You don't know him, so you don't think he did or didn't do it my point is like don't worry about him worry about the person who said this happened and think like ask yourself why wouldn't you just believe that person like statistically we have receipts black men bullshit so it's like if i have receipts and i'm like all right if i'm gonna just align myself with like a belief campaign black women have a much better record than black men have i'm gonna just go with that do they <laughs> by and large yeah I don't know. I have a hard time like making blanket statements. I, I like saying case by case because I've definitely seen like I'm not caping from one side or the other, but I've definitely seen fucked up shit on both sides. So. No, I've de- I and no, yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, to me, it's I defer to you. I know you know you probably have done more. That's what I'm saying. I know you've yeah. probably done more like, in, uh, research into it. It's just it's the difference between anecdotal evidence and like. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like experience and history, right? In that case, in that case, I 100 percent agree. That yeah, that's why. Like anecdotally, I'm sure I can think of a ton of ways that like black women have screwed me over more than the black guys who I call my friends. Yeah. For 30 years of my life, that's yeah. a, that's a different conversation. Socially, yeah, it's there's a there's a pretty clear precedent that's been set, and that's when I'm not personally involved and I don't have the background of like a relationship with the person. I yeah. feel like I can be safe in assuming that this black woman is telling the truth until I'm given reasons otherwise. Yeah, I don't even think we have to take it. Like, I think we can literally take it at two people having, like, two people having a thing going on, right? Where, you know, she, she, he, he has a gun, <laughs> uh, but the, right, she has a yeah. bullet in her foot. She has a bullet wound, right? Uh, oh. There's a, there's a, there's a ballistics report that says that he's got gunpowder on his fucking f- trigger finger. Oh, slow down! I'm gonna go get my whiteboard and fucking. <laughs> all I can, all I can see is like uh, I'm seeing uh, Drew as as uh, Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover, like all these like diagrams and mathematical equations shooting across his face. Let me put on my lab coat and fucking get out. Was Rob's chest there to slow down the bullet trajectory? Oh, because, shit. like, you know what I'm saying? Gravity like, fucking bends, <laughs> bends the bullet like wanted. Exactly. <laughs> what happened? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just I, yeah. I think I think often like right um, before before it gets elevated to like the level of 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 gender and race. I think if we yeah. just look at the two folk that are having that are having this. Seemingly like, you know, of course he's going to have to say, I didn't do it, which is a weird thing that we have to do. Like, we can't just accept the fact that like, yeah, I lost my shit and this happened and there's consequences for my actions. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, he has to, he has to say- Let me stop stop you there. Why? Why can't he do that? Like, why is- if I heard you right, you said he can't say he can't say he just can just say yeah. Legally, well, I think we convince ourselves that we can't. What, like no, legally, not, not that, no legally. Like yeah, from a legal standpoint, like he can't just say like y'all did that shit. 
Why? Uh, be- he's he's incriminating. Yeah, it's, but like, because he's trying either. to because if he, because it's a negotiation, it's not about justice. It's not about any of those things. It's a negotiation right. based upon his sentencing. So, but my point is, if that's the case, instead yeah. of omitting, you know, like, just say nothing. You know, just like. Well, that, that was my thing. That's why I was like, for yeah, anybody who's taping for, for Tori, I have an issue because I'm like, <clears throat> bro, if you were in this situation and you were actively in a court case, what what does it serve you to try to sway the court of public opinion, which is very clearly what you're doing because you're trying yeah, to protect yeah. your 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 uh, revenue. Yeah. So it's like when you put out an entire fucking app, like my, I was done with the situation when someone was like, yeah, he put out like a mixtape and he like talked about it, but didn't talk about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so now he's profiting off of this. Yeah. Like, all right, he's a piece of shit. Like I'm, yeah. I'm at this point, I don't yeah. care if he did it or not. That's a traumatic event. We have video of like police of interfacing with this event. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, you don't have to do it. And to the point, like I want to, I want to live in a society where he can just like, where, you know, where some, like, it's kind of like when you get in trouble with your parents. If you just tell me the truth, it'll, the punishment will be less. <laughs> Than if you decide to lie now and like mm. then I find out through again the ballistics report. I don't have to bring an iced tea for this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? CSI can take the weekend. Damn it, off. <laughs> and it's a it's a buildup, right? Like we have the cancel the cancel culture cancel culture as it exists today is because of like the years that we have not allowed people to be honest about where they fucked up. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I I just got, you know, I just got done apologizing to somebody last week for just not communicating. Just not being in good not being in good communication during the time that we were dating and just being like, hey, by the way, like I know when this thing was going on, like I just was in a I was in a space and that's no excuse. But like, yo, like my communication was the complete trash. And then you apologize to her? 100 percent She marked you off her hit list now? I I I would hope so, but maybe She's you know like, I might, you know what? She goes to this call. She's just like scratching off. Yeah, she like said she like pulls up a little notepad and she's like strike through font. (laughs) You know what? He's all right. And I was like number. I was like the next one on the list. She was like, no, I just. (laughs) I was just about. I just. I'm on my way to your house right now. (laughs) All you think about is that one scene and don't be a menace. The white guy just pulls out the notepad. Yeah, just like John Wick leaves a bullet on my doorstep like that. It literally had my name. <laughs> just she was in the Beatrix Kittle pussy wagon on her way to your house. <laughs> to wipe you the fuck out. Exactly. Like uh, Uma Thurman was ready with the blade. <laughs> Zoom in on the eyes. Oh my God. But like, you know, you just have, you know, and I think, yeah, to Rob's point, and, you know, <clears throat> I, I really, I, why can't he, um, why can't he just say that? Because our we've been trained to deny, deny, deny. Yeah, um, and that's not an excuse. That's just what has happened. Um, it's on it's on us people as a as a person and as a as a person as as a would be individual to kind of. When we're talking about celebrities too, don't you think they're like kind of protecting their brand, like because you could be fucking done and that's not even just you not being able to eat yeah. anymore. That's your whole team. Yeah, you know? And that's the, that's the yeah. problem with yeah. fucking capitalism. Yeah. It's like uh, you as a person, are, like your value is inherently tied to people's opinion of how you move day to day as a human and it removes the human aspect. So you're just a product and a product is not supposed to fuck up like that. Product's yeah. supposed to just be a product. 
it's like, to me, to me, there's like a there's a there's a problem that exists before we even get to the the celebrity thing because it's like as a category we assume that these people should operate differently as if they're not as human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that more. Let's talk about how like. So I look at that too. Is like we can sit there and complain about all the stuff we like don't like seeing on TV. Like I, I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm one of the first people to say like I get annoyed by reality TV and stuff like that. But at some point I can't be mad because it's, it's, there's a demand for it, you know? So it's like, do you, do we get annoyed? Are we bothered by the demand that us as a consumer wants this stuff? Or do we get mad that the people put themselves in a position like, you know what, I'll do it. I'll be on the TV. I'll be the fucking, you know, someone's dummy for a fucking 10 episodes so I can get my money and get myself going. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I definitely get, I think reality TV is a solution to a problem and it's just being handled poorly. I think the problem is people don't have the opportunity to live, right? So like to experience things for a living. Um, And so the appeal becomes, even if I'm on display, I can focus on, in theory, living, right? And and enjoying experiences or or just experiencing experiences. However, because of the construct of capitalism, it's like I now have to sell the excitement of those experiences. So now I'm no longer living to experience things. Um, But the attempt is like, you know, you think about someone who goes to a a workplace eight to 10 hours a day, coming out of that, it's like so much of their time is taken from them that it seems like their best course of action is to watch other people live quote unquote normal lives. Cause you don't watch reality TV show to watch someone go to their job for eight hours. Like they're, they're doing things, they're hanging out with their friends. Yeah. They're um, working on this project or doing something creative or, or enjoying this vacation or whatever. So they, we live vicariously because we're too exhausted to experience things and too scared to experience things on our own. I think a lot of it too is uh, from, from the, the side of the people participating in the reality TV, like that's them we've made such a huge deal about being celebrities, you know, that they're willing to fucking eat elk penis on TV just to fucking try and parlay that into some, some type of celebrity you can get their 15 minutes, you know, some that's, they're definitely being exploited by a lot of these fucking TV, TV uh, networks and things like that. I just, I don't know. It doesn't bother me because I don't have to watch it. You know, I know mm-hmm. there are people, not everybody's me. There are people who enjoy it, you know, and fucking if I told them like the shit I like to watch. And listen, man, probably- if you haven't seen 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Yo, listen, Real talk. Trash TV, but Q, Q put me on yeah. because someone forced him to watch it. And yeah. like, fam, sunk an entire afternoon into like eight episodes. <laughs> just astounded at like really? people's just like, what? Like, that's a real fucking person. Like, what in the fuck is happening here? Are they really trying to get married or what? Son. Yeah, they're trying to. Son. They have 90 days in the United States to get 90 married. days. This is so then there's just gonna fucking hand it off like that. So there's 90 days in the US, right? Then they have this other one where like the person from the US goes to like the other country, which is to me even better because it's Americans trying to like figure out how other people live without certain amenities. Yo, this dude goes down to be with this woman who's in like I think it was Colombia. Doesn't fucking speak a lick of Spanish. No, Portuguese. Oh, was it Portuguese? Oh, Brazil. Brazil Brazil and Portuguese. Doesn't speak any Portuguese whatsoever. He's packing, right? And his mom is like, basically like, 
what the fuck are you doing? Um, and he's like packing all this stuff and the dude's never been to Brazil, right? So all he has is like news and movies and stories. My man <laughs> bought a fucking, uh, uh, what, what's that thing? The baby bassinet, th- the joint that like- The baby Bjorn. That, the Bjorn. He mm-hmm. bought a bulletproof one, bro. I was crying. It had like camo on it. And he did this because he was like, oh, I'm going to protect our child from like, like, what if we get kidnapped? And it was just like, who the fuck do you think you uh, are? But, this is, but that's what I mean. Like, well, there's just probably people, some people who watch it who feel better about themselves because. Oh, know, I do. Fucking that job. I feel great about myself. Look at that idiot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But all right. Q, you mentioned uh, flattening the, um, what'd you say? What was the term? Oh, the high, uh, flat, they, well, they called it, uh, they just called it, uh, the earth is flat. Like, you know, cause everybody's doing the flat earth thing and they were doing the earth yeah. is flattening. Yeah. Like the world, the great flattening. And so like the idea that just like this, this hierarchy, this pedestal is going away. Yeah. Um, and so to like, almost to, I keep, man, Rob, you're like a really good linchpin for like a lot of the, 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 the topics. I'm like, to Rob's point. Uh, right. It's like, um, I'm not, you know, uh, brother Ali had this track where he's like, I'm not down on it. He basically is a whole, a whole, uh, track where he's basically talking about how he's not down on anybody trying to hustle up. Like I get it. Yeah. Like it's fucking exploitation and you got to do what you got to do. Right. Like, you know, we've worked in, we've all, you know, in, in, you know, the three of us, we've done security in Southern California. So that means you're, you're, you're protecting everybody from, you know, resident rich kid in town to like, you know, somebody that is a reality reality TV celebrity and they're mm-hmm. just a regular fucking person and the producer edited them to look a certain way. Um, yep. and, and so they, they, you know, they, in some cases they fall victim to, but also they have, they, they are profiting from this, this image. That's not even them. Uh, I just, I know we have, you know, you know, there's 90 day fiance, uh, where it takes, it's taken this one lady who is in the middle of nowhere. Um, and she, you know, met this guy via, you know, a dating app uh, that's in, uh, what is he at? He's in Morocco. Um, and he, and so they met up and you wouldn't know her from a fucking, you wouldn't know her at all. She'd just be resident like country girl number four and she'd yeah. be, and he'd be resident Moroccan dude number 87. And like now they're like, they're like low key, like celebrities making money. You know, you see her season over season on 90 Day Fiance and her hair gets better. Like her makeup gets better. Like she starts looking a little bit better. Like not, you know, and whatever. And like, he's, you know, he goes from being like, kind of like a little bit of a dusty dude to like being like, oh, you know, I work out, but like, here's like, I look good. Here's my six pack. Like they get, they're kind of getting on a little bit. Right. And so, but I, but he also see the other side of it where this, you know, to Nico's point, like, we know how to do this in a way that actually makes people that isn't exploitative in ways. And actually when somebody's having a difficult time, rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain, we can actually showcase, you know, people going about the experience of living and not just the, this, you know, just always going for like the punch or the exploitation or the excitement of like, of like things. Um, And we can actually like show somebody just like, you know, what it would be like, I wonder what it would be like to like go through France and like not have the typical experience, like not just go to the Louvre and the Eiffel Tower and all the rest of shit, yeah. like actually get into the food and the people and the culture and like why the fucking French people hate us so much, right? Like all that shit, <laughs> right? And like just- The divide just, is being uh, like kind of lessened, right? Between celebrity, our traditional celebrity and like regular Joe Blow, right? Mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. what you're saying, right? Yeah, and I, and, I, and some of that's like super, and some of that is in, in I, I feel like some of that is in, a lot of that is important, 
um, because it gives celebrities more. But right now, it's, we're going through the growing pains of it, of just mm-hmm. like what it means when, you know, what it means when Kristen Bell from The Good Place says some shit and you're just like, damn, or like realizing that Tan Dancer did blackface, right? Like, you know, like that's, you know, and realizing that like that's the same person that's like this really cool dude on the show playing like uh, a, a semi-godlike figure. And like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of dope. But at the same time, it's like, ah, he does some fuck shit. Yeah. Like, he did the same thing that the prime minister of Canada did. That's kind of like not cool at all. And like he said, oh, it's fine. And he's like, no, it's not fine. Like if you could just, you know, back to Rob, if you could just own it, <laughs> if you could just own Say that Say hi, shit, Rob. Hi. It's my name Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but like just just you know, if we could just if we could just own it in some sex, if we could just own that shit. Yeah. Um and still be and still be you know, Patrice O'Neill, right? Like, should I should he lose his job for that? Um in some cases, yes. And on a I case just want to smell her chair. I just when you get it back. <laughs> Is that weird? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gonna lose your job for smelling a chair, like. <laughs> but like, if you're if you're a com- if you're a comic or if you're a satirist, which is another from you know, or if you're yeah. like, or if you're a journalist, right? And you get uh, and you get a fact wrong, you're in a space where you can make a mistake, and it's not the end of the world. You're not a yeah. you're not a you're not a pilot of a plane, right? <laughs> you know, you're not a you're not a you're not yeah. a neurosurgeon. You know, like. Uh, I don't necessarily want I don't necessarily want you know him to be doing a neurosurgeon to be doing experimental surgery with cameras in the room right like I need yeah. him to be as cool I need them sorry no, no, focus no. yeah I need you I need you to be focused on the task at hand yeah. right like I don't need you worrying about like yo and by the way we just got back from Ibiza right and shit like that like <laughs> oh damn Nick, like you, shouldn't you have taken like a week off and like got all that shit let me tell you Rome was nuts woo, <laughs> <laughs> woo like nah like you know, cut to the tape while he's doing like he's trying to rewire this person's brain. Like I don't need that. Um, but we definitely think- have like um, all the celebrities, everybody, even like this new generation with like YouTube stars and you know social Vine stars when they were a thing, and now TikTok. Like you're under a fucking microscope, man. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're gonna, they're gonna see what the fuck you got going on. So, and there are. There are groups that are waiting for you to fuck up or say anything or figure out if you've said anything in the past, like they're not allowing you to fucking not allowing you the room to maybe you've grown from the person you thought, you know, who thought some wrong shit in fucking 1996, you know, it's let me let me ask this. Uh, I'm curious you guys opinion. Um, so do you feel like how organic are people now with, with that being said? So now like social media being so strong cameras everywhere, like you can get caught doing everything and anything. Right. Yeah. So how organic of people are, are, are these celebrities? Like, do you feel like they're, they give themselves boundaries as a result of knowing they can get caught and doing some, some fuck shit and like kind of whatever, or do you feel it's a good problem? Like what's your opinion on like knowing like, Hey, I'm a person of status and everything I do, not only will be calculated and, and judged and whatever, like it's just seen by everybody. Like, <clears throat> do you think that shapes them to a certain person that's not them? Or do you feel like that shit's going to come out anyway? I think it's case by case, no? Because like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some people that are genuinely good, but then or there's also <clears throat> people who are just putting a face up to like preserve their image. And then you find out they had an island to go and fuck kids on, 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how many celebrities were going to do that shit? That's so funny. That shit was startling. Yep. And, and just hanging out and just hanging out. Exactly. Knowing yeah. what was going on, knowing that, knowing what this cat was up to and still yeah. just like hanging out. There's a lot of stuff that I can deal, joke around like that stuff, dude. That I have no stuff. Ridiculous, right? I have yeah. that's oh man. So I think I think some of it comes from like compartmentalization. Yeah. Um if like I'll use I'll use it's probably not a great example right now, but I'm gonna use Johnny Depp, right? And the only reason I'm using Johnny Depp is because I I had seen an article that he did a while ago where he or or an interview or something, but he was like, I don't watch my movies, right? And uh, I think it was David Letterman. David Letterman was like, What the fuck? What do you mean you don't watch your movies? And he's like, Yeah, because like once I'm done with a film, for me to look up at that screen, it's like that's that's not me, right? Um, and people were like laughing at his like awkwardness and stuff like that. But like if you really think about it, um, in Johnny Depp's mind, everything that, and this is like a projection, but everything that you associate with his like fame or his recognizability or whatever, he's sitting there and he's like, well, that's not me. So it's not me that you care about. You like Jack Sparrow or you yeah. like Edward Scissorhands, yeah. right? But that's a whole nother entity. That's not who I am. So it's hard, I think, to walk around constantly projecting on yourself how other people see you. Yeah. At some point you like are like, yo, I'm just me right now. Um, for me, if it's like, if, if I'm getting, um, notoriety around, let's say like my tarot cards or, or my music, when I'm not doing one of those two things, I'm assuming you don't give a fuck. Right. But it's like celebrity culture is so, um, it's so like enthralled with like just the existence of the person, as opposed to what they actually do that for that person, like the compartmentalization is not shared. Yeah. Right, so it's like when Jay Z's not on a mic, he's Sean Carter. But when I see him, he's fucking Jay Z. Yeah. Well, they definitely didn't. Chappelle had a joke where he was talking about like how a lot of just regular people can't make that connection, where like you know they can't separate the character they see on screen from the person. <laughs> Those people person. just kept coming up to him. Yeah. Savory James. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, that's the reason why in movies, they all have to use that fucking same the phone, phone number thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Five, 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 hey, five, five. Uh, is Indiana Jones there? Like, no, nigga, it's not a real person. It's not right. something that exists. Like, it's a right. movie. It's a movie. Well, you think about like, if you see your, let me ask you this, right? Okay, let's say, for example, you happen to know her first name. You see your high school social studies teacher. Are you calling her Rachel or are you calling Miss such and such? I'd probably call her Mrs. So-and-so. You are a whole fucking adult. But in your mind, (laughs) that person is Mrs. such and such. If you met her tomorrow for the first time at a cocktail party, she'd be Rachel. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I think like the context under which you meet that person and under which you go like, under which you assume your position in relation to that person has a lot to do with it. Yeah. No, I hear that. And I and I feel obviously I'm not saying celebrity, but even for us, like when you associate fans, that's all you know of them. So yeah. and it goes mm-hmm. both ways. So for example, like when we've all worked at bars and, and we're at the door, people only know us as that guy at the door. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, to Q's point, like, oh, someone knows me. Oh, that's that guy that squats. But if you don't know that association, yeah. you don't know anything about us. That guy's so the same idea. Me out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See? And so when I look at somebody, when I see him regularly, like I see this dude three times a week, he's just a horrible drunk. He could be a great dude, yeah. live a great life, whatever. Yeah. But I just know he's an asshole when it comes to my yeah. bar, you know? So no, I definitely agree with that, that perception of like, hey, this is how I associate that person. This is the only way I know them. Yeah. Even if it's a small part of their life or a, a 
just yeah. one chapter of the rest of the week, you know? But I, I think, especially when it comes to actors, like, it's it's right in the, the job dis- description's name. They're, they're acting. Literally acting. This is not who they are. I was watching, uh, I, was re- I was re-watching a lot of Robot Chicken lately. Yeah. <sighs> They were like, let's go by Mark Ruffalo's house and do fucking, uh, oh no, sorry, my bad. I take that back. It was actually Family Guy. I was doing both. So <laughs> Brian and Stewie, they have the Hummer and they were just like, let's go do uh, donuts on his lawn. Really? They're like, come on, Mark Ruffalo. What, are you going to get angry? Why don't you turn green for us? <laughs> That's a fucking part. That's the idea. Like, no yeah. matter what he does, he's like, you're, so, so you're not the Hulk? Yeah, they're definitely like, I think that's one of the things that they're conscious of, like when they take big roles like that, like, is this going to be all that I am now for the rest of my career? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans. Yeah. It's like, am I going to be Captain America for fucking ever? Yeah. But the well, thing is, like, yo, it makes sense, right? Like, you, yeah. when you introduce yourself for the first time to your yeah. nephew and you're a fucking superhero, you're Uncle Rob forever. You're always yeah. going to be that Uncle Rob. When you are old and feeble and all that other shit, they're like, no, he's yeah. still a superhero. Like, you don't yeah. understand the things that he's done. Yeah. It's like, yo, that's just who you are to that person. So when yeah. you... um you know, again, like celebrity culture, pop culture, it's like this kid sees this superhero doing this thing for the first time and is like doing all these like projections on like just who this person is and wow, they're so like honest and brave and then you meet the guy and he's like a coward and he's like, you know, super vain or something like that. It's cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Because they say like Chris Evans is not like, he's very, I think Robert Downey Jr. was telling the story about them going to a premiere. They were driving to the car, or driving to in the car to one of the Avengers movies premiere, and he said like Chris Evans was like, uh, "What should we do? Should should I get out first? Should you get out first? Like, what do we do?" And he just very much was not like just stoic and fucking confident like Captain America. He was yeah. just very like kind of fidgety and just like, "What do we do?" He's, he's had that nervous energy and he was <laughs> right. painting that picture, and it was very interesting to hear like. Who he is as a person, you know, yeah. and uh, he, he he puts a lot of himself out there, so you get to see who he really is, and he's he very much seems like a very genuine, but like jokey and not super serious all the time kind of guy, like not right. Captain America at all. So right. um, versus like Tom Holland, who's like a giant goofball, and you're like you are, <laughs> you're literally and then he gets to be that in the movie. Yeah. But like even even on a smaller scale, like in terms of being able to remove yourself from this role. How often do you think Alfonso Ribeiro Carlton has to do that fucking dance in a week for people? Not anymore. I'm sure. Yeah. He doesn't do it. No, he's still doing it. I would. I I think he was on Jimmy Fallon like a couple, like last year or something. And like that check is right. (laughs) (laughs) Check is right. I'll do that dance. But the other thing with Alfonso is that like, he is a performer. Like that man has done some amazing shit on Broadway and is still doing it. So Even I think if he wasn't though. If like, he wasn't, I don't think he'd be as willing to like do the the tap dance. But I mean, That's people asking him to do it. You don't think people are looking like, yo, do the dance, do the Carl with me, do the Carl with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I know he. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think if he was like, and maybe this is also a projection, but like, if he wasn't successful in a general sense, people tying his existence to that character would probably be infuriating. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Not fucking Carlton, bro. Like, yeah, he uh, did that thing one time. He did that thing one time, and he's fucking like, years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like okay. if if Jared hadn't fucked up, like you know, oh my god, the people be fucking around with the uh, with the subway sandwich guy. You know, oh. I'm gonna be right back.
Or how about this right now? I just popped in my head. Yeah, he was great on Seinfeld, but Kramer's forever gonna be known now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man. You're a oh man. Yeah. But at this, you know, and they try, you know, they've tried to do the work of like pulling that back, right? But he was at the beginning of that social media spree. Oh yeah. He was he was like the first one of the first people to be like literally canceled. Like he was all his shows were canceled, everything happened yep. his whole life yeah. because of this yeah. moment. And it was like and you know he you know he was one of the first people that did you know didn't know how to walk it back didn't know how to do any of the things you know and just like and do the work and just be like yo this is what it is and he tried to defend it and everybody's like oh my goodness like stop talking i I love chappelle's chappelle's talk about it he goes oh man dude had a bad set (laughs) other comedians tried to like even yeah defend him a little bit and like look at least give it like a, a a give it some light on no one's ever, I don't think anyone was trying to like make it right. As in like, Hey, it's okay. What he did. It's more like, Hey, yeah. just have some perception. Like just see where this was coming from. Well, like Patrice says it, doesn't he? Like, cause the, there was that interview on CNN where that, that chick was trying to cancel some, I think it was Don Imus. And like he, Patrice was there and he was like, listen, he made a joke and it wasn't funny but I'm, I'm here to defend, like, the attempt. Yes. yes. Like, you know? Yeah. And this chick doesn't know funny. She's just here with her facts and figures in yeah. this fucking notebook, and she's here to speak for the people. Like, what people? Like, everybody I know fucking, you know, is here to defend funny. Like, and comedians should be left alone to try and work on it and figure it out. Like, they're not all going to be fucking winners, but they come from the same birth, the attempt of trying to entertain people, yeah. you know? Yeah, it, and it's my whole just, thing is to be absurd and say ridiculous shit to get a fucking reaction out of you. So yeah, yeah. it's not how I really feel. Like, and Bill Burr said that. So yeah, yeah no, that's and but and the the problem with the the only problem that the problem with when it happened with Michael Richards uh, yeah. is that it hit a particular nerve of like you, I knew he thought that shit. Like he was <laughs> he was upset. And yeah. he was having he was having a complete melt. He was having a breakdown. Yeah. And it was like one of those times where it's just like, and everybody in Black America was like, "I knew you thought that shit." Yeah. I, I noticed how you think, and you like that's that in for so long. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. He's yes, what you fucking think. And then when he came out, mm. he's just like, you know, it's not. It's a bad angle and stuff like that. Oh no. Like no, no. He, he didn't say like, yo, I got out of pocket and like blah blah. And by the time he got to that shit, it was already he had already spent too much time trying to like defend it or reconcile it or whatever to the point where people were just like not like say you said it with your motherfucking chest you said it in a space where yeah, you thought you were going to be okay he said it he said Several it hard. yeah he like, and he's and then he and like he hit it home where he's a like you're a bl- r yeah there's no, no friendship a mm-hmm. nah. it was with a hard r at this the was, end yeah this was like some like you know this wasn't even stuff where i'm like you know i can there's certain comedians where i'm like i can just ignore your ignorance like you know i, yeah. I you know some people like yeah, Tosh yeah. Fans, i'm like yo Tosh just isn't funny to me like he just doesn't know how to land a joke on my end like he's had a couple of them that are kind of dope but like there's a couple of them the majority of them i'm just like i don't like the catalog i'm sorry right but like with that one it was just like it was it wasn't it wasn't he wasn't trying to land a joke he was trying to put somebody in their place yeah yeah yeah. and so that communicated clearly and because it communicated so clearly (laughs) by the time he got to but but he by the time he got to yeah (laughs) Clearly, like that R was so. Yeah. I'm felt- just thinking about like, I'm thinking in my head of all the reactions people had. Like, even if you like, 
you were angry at the dude before this, or you had a feeling that all of a sudden it just, you must've had moments. You're just like, huh? Did that just happen? <laughs> yeah. Like imagine being in that audience that day. You'd be like, hold on, hold on what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the world stopped moving yeah. for a second. Damn, half of it is like on a Harley Quinn. It's like the dog stops peeing in the middle of his stream. <laughs> I think yeah. some of it was just like him being shocked that he was having a meltdown, like whether he was saying that or not. Like he's clearly freaking the fuck out. Like, yeah. Are witnessing, like, you better have a friend. Somebody better go up there and save you. Yeah. Yeah. You need to, yeah, somebody need to go get your friend. Go get him right now. Like it's happening right yeah. now. Like it's just, he's having a moment and it's, it's just real. like, yeah. You know, everybody, everybody's had a moment where they're like, they're like out of pocket, but like when you're out of pocket, like when you're completely out of pocket, right? Some, I always say this, I, I say this a lot when, um, I say this a lot when, uh, you know, when I'm, when you're in a relationship, when you're in a relationship and you're having one of those arguments and, you know, your lady or like, you know, one of your buddies like, man, I said some shit I didn't mean. And I was just like, that's probably part of it is like, you think because you're angry, it's okay to say just wild shit. Yeah. And like, and so, and not to say like, I'm whatever, but like, I, I, I don't know what that is, but like, I know I've gotten into some pretty, like, probably some pretty big arguments with like, you know, guys and girls that I'm like friends or, you know, in romantic relationships with or whatever. And I've been fortunate enough where, and I say it all the time, like I'm fortunate enough where if I, even if I've gotten mad, I've said some shit, I meant that shit. <laughs> like I'm saying exactly what like if this isn't new information for you like yeah. you're not all of a sudden like we're in the middle of a shout and shouting match and you're like oh I didn't know he thought that no I you knew that I said that last week the week beforehand I've been talking about this shit for about six months right like you already know all the receipts like we're having this conversation cool? it's like I, I've had this in the clip right, yeah, cool. yeah yeah this I've already shot these shots this isn't new right like they're also and then you didn't do this and the dishes and you're just like really Really, the dishes? Okay, all right. The dishes. In response to being called out for not doing the dishes to attack their auntie who passed away. Yeah, like got a gambling problem is probably now in hell. I told, yeah, I told you that in complete confidence, and like now you're just like, that's, that's why you're fucked up. And it's just like, really, really, you gonna da- you gonna Dane cook me in the middle of all this shit? Okay, like, right? Really, you gonna fucking set off that fucking grenade? Okay. But if you preface it with, hey, no disrespect. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all it's all forgiven. It's all yeah. it's, it's, oh, it's all a wash. It. Yeah. yeah, you can do some I, gay shit, but if you say no homo, it's yeah, cool. it's cool. You can say whatever you want. Forget you know, forget all the all the rest <laughs> of the stuff. Pause. <laughs> oh my goodness. Pause. I just uh, I just man, it's uh, I I think a lot of you know uh, my home, one of my favorite people in San Diego. I'm not going I'm not going to call her out right now. Um, <laughs> he was like, uh, oh yeah, no, I'm not going to call her out. Us? No, 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 no. She's she's cool as shit. My last episode. Yeah, <laughs> she cool as shit. But uh, she has she has a statement. She said it back to me. It's now I think it's now a meme now um, yeah. that people talked around. But it's like people people talk like punches to the mouth ain't free, <laughs> right? Like you can't get smacked in the mouth like yeah. real quick, like real quick. Like people talk. I, I say like, that all the time. That's kind of yeah. my thing. I go, listen. I'm not saying I need to do it to everybody, but sometimes people need to learn a lesson. Yeah. I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing this. For, I'm not beating you for mm-hmm. me. I'm mm-hmm. doing this for the next person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this and is good old fashioned truth court. in that. Yeah. But oh, why are you trying to fuck people up, Rob? I was like, I'm not. I'm saving somebody. <laughs> this, I'm, I'm saving you. There's a, there's a literal ass beating that's on its way, and I'm saving you from it by popping you in the mouth yeah. right now. I got to be honest. Like sometimes it's satisfying too, though. Like when you see them, 
the realization this fucking jerk off who thought he was bulletproof because you're at work or yeah. whatever and he fucking thinks he can fucking like poke you in the chest I or whatever that. that was my go-to so like yeah. my last like couple of years at Pacers obviously it was just like it became the side gig for cash man I would love getting real close and go in the ear after the cop popping off of the mouth because you know very well I'm like yo you would not talk to me on the street like Fuck that no so I go up in the air and be like oh you think I care about this job <laughs> you don't think I'll fuck you up and lose yeah. this job today <laughs> oh you cute yo side story can I just tell you the story uh, we were going into Pacers one night <laughs> Like, just to hang out. And we were all like, we'd had a few drinks. And we're walking in there. And uh, Rob goes in first. He's inside the club now. And I'm outside with, like, two other people chit-chatting. And uh, we hear some commotion. And the radio call comes over that security needed to get in there for something. Somebody was causing problems. And a few minutes later, Rob comes out. And he has this dude in the headlock, right? (laughs) And uh, he comes out. And Rob... Rob, the guy's facing away from Rob, so Rob can't see. And Rob's a little intoxicated, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm looking at the guy, and the guy's asleep. <laughs> I was like, Rob, he's out, man. You can let him go. And Rob was like, what? And I was like, he's out, man. Just let him go. And Rob just lets him go clean, and the dude just fucking ragdolls and smacks his face on the fucking, on the on the pavement. And I was like, oh, I think that guy might be dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like... We're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and what happened. And a few minutes later, like, there's a small pool of blood, like, around, like, his, his where he's laying. But he, he stands up, and his face is just, like, bright red from all this blood. And uh, apparently he'd been mouthing off to, like, somebody in there. Security was trying to deal with it. But, you know, they're all trying to be diplomatic about it because they're at work. But, you know, <laughs> Rob was off the chain. <laughs> He did, he, did, he did wake up and go, I apologize. I'll go. <laughs> yeah, see, so public service. I'm sorry. That I, was, I was out of pocket. <laughs> More of a story? Uh, yeah, I'll take that one. You're right. I feel, I feel like there's a whole the podcast. Of hindsight, of, yeah. gentlemen. I feel like there's a whole podcast of like out of like out of pocket customers being security or being a bouncer and like carting them out, like them winning, us winning, all the rest of the things. And then of course oh, the man, proverbial definitely. the proverbial walk back afterwards where they're just like, I'm sorry, I got like really yeah. out of hand. <laughs> Dude, how many how many yeah. fucking uh lawyers have you ever fucking dealt with? And then when the cops show up, they're like, I'm a I'm a law student. You know? <laughs> I took one class. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's. I mean, I don't want to fucking derail the episode too much more. No. Yeah, there's, there's think, so many fucking stories. Yeah, I think that's in, a whole. In my other... defense, I was just listening, Drew. He didn't have to hit the pavement that hard, but at the time, he said, "Just release him," and I just took it too little, and I did. <laughs> and I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't it know like he somebody was threw this guy out of a car. It was like he <laughs> was like jazz from Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like somebody threw a crash test dummy out of a fucking moving car. Like this guy hit the pavement. I almost felt bad, but then I realized he's probably just a fucking jerk off at the strip club. So yeah, right. I mean that's, but that's <laughs> enough. Your hijinks, sir. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah. But then that guy goes on and becomes like a, you know, becomes a talk show host, and he's like, he's like, yeah, and these bouncers are out of control and all the rest of the stuff. It's like, nah, sir, you're we're not out of control. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, you were you were doing like this, and it's I think that's what it's the tough part is like getting to 
you know, we like Patrice O'Neill a lot because like, no matter what happened, right. No matter how bad the story was, he's going to err on the side of the truth of what's happening. Right. Yes. yes. Like 100%. when, uh, when Kevin Hart is diming him out for, you know, jerking off in his guest bedroom. Right. <laughs> like he put him on air and like, you know, like let's call Patrice about this. And Patrice is on air at his house on the phone. Right. Just caught him in the middle of the day. And it's like, did this happen? And he's like, yeah. yeah. Like, How are you going to come inside the bedroom while I'm there in my private, in a private space? You said it's the guest room and he's just going to walk in. Like, <laughs> and just he didn't even back away from it. Like he just like, yeah. nah, that's exactly what happened. And any of us were like, no, nah, you don't understand. Like, nah, just don't like, not even like own the fuck out of it. Yeah, and I love just, it. And just be like, you are who you are. Like you, you are the type of dude that does a little bit of coke, drinks a whole bunch of beers, and gets out of pocket at strip clubs. And that means you get a headlock, and you know, <laughs> you know, by a bouncer that's trying to that's been trying to control you, right? Like that's been trying to keep it cool for everybody else there. So, it's so like, weird though, like how often we catch like we deal with motherfuckers trying to lie. In that situation, like, you're trying to fucking spin the story right there. Like, dude, dude, just own it. You were fucking in the women's restroom trying to do some fucking fucked up shit. Like, Yo, he, you got caught. He, it's the fucking, it's over. Just fucking call it a night. Go home. Even Shia LaBeouf is owning his fuck shit right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. he has a fuck, he has shit that he should be like, well, you don't understand. He's like, nope, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, and, and I feel I like myself and most people, like I love that, man. I love the honesty, man. It it'll whether it's I don't know if empathy is the right word or some type of understanding, but it's like, dude, I'll go a long way with somebody who's just honest and own shit like all day. My my perception of that person right after is immediately higher because I'm like, you're not trying to back out of it, you're not trying to make an excuse, you own shit. And but to me, that's huge. Clean? Whose hands are clean? Anybody? Is there anybody who's fucking innocent of no wrongdoing ever? Yeah. Like, yeah, I no. fuck up all, three times a week. <laughs> at least, at minimum. Those are rookie numbers for me. Like, he gets a Friday and if he hasn't fucked up, he goes, I gotta fuck three things up today. <laughs> yeah, much much like, you know, you know, and I've talked about this time, but like much like criticism isn't a negative judgment, right? Um, acknowledgement is not, a, is not a blatant accept, is not a blatant excuse. Right. Like no. I'm not excusing a person's action by acknowledging yep. the, by like acknowledging the fact that they acknowledge me acknowledging Shia LaBeouf does not excuse the, the fucking piece of shit behavior and like yeah. the harm he caused. It's just acknowledging the fact that like, okay, cool. So you like, this is the only, so you know, the fuck shit you did. Cool. Yeah. Now get, now get to work. You got a whole bunch of shit to do. That doesn't yep. mean I'm going to hang out with the dude, slap hands. We're going to have fucking have uh, waffles tomorrow. Nah. You know, he but it, it also means he's, he's not very a, specific about who he shares his waffles with. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, for but he's not a fucking fraud. Right. <laughs> he's not yeah, a fucking real. fraud. That's real. You know, uh, no waffle and, fraud. Yeah, no waffle fraud. Uh, he's not coming to my house with pancakes, think, acting like they fucking waffles that got flattened. Fuck that yeah. shit. Get out of here. You know, I did bring you waffles. <laughs> you, you, you looking at it wrong? Nah, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm not. You, yeah, I. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> I love how many times the episode teaches. Just... <laughs> what was your favorite episode of Dynamic Marriage, Billy? <laughs> I like the one with you talking about waffles for a long time. <laughs> Shame. Yo, yo, he's 
Drew's still upset because I took him to Hatch House of Go-Go and made him have a fucking pancake that he did oh, not yeah. want. That's what that's coming from. That's what that's coming from. He's still mad about that shit. I understand. I am fuck. very upset about that. He's very upset about that shit. I am petty as shit. So. Yo, matter of fact, I remember, okay, uh, I'm not going to name the person, uh, but there was a time where, I, where we were going to go to Roscoe's in LA, in uh, Long Beach. Oh yeah, and it, and uh, Drew was like still asleep because he had been working his ass off, and I was being yeah. a fucking asshole, right? And I jumped this fucking, into my fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped his fucking fence, broke into his house, woke his ass up, and drove his ass to Roscoe's with me. And this does yeah. not sound like a cute thing at all. <laughs> in my pajamas and like a fucking jacket. Yeah. Like. He was so pissed. <laughs> Yo, I cannot like picture there, you like, being yeah, like that at all. Yeah, like, right. just so, just I can't tell if you're being sarcastic, but okay. But like, no, yeah, I wasn't no. pissed. Like, I was just, you know, you, half awake. You knew yeah. that once he got the chicken, he'd be fine. Yeah, no, that's exactly. I was like sitting there, like, yo, once he get, once he gets done with this two and a half hour car ride up to fucking LA <laughs> from San Diego. But it was a fun. It was a fun day. I was yeah, never it, mad. It, it was a good day. <laughs> but like, you now know, it's a funny story. It's a it's a fucking hilarious story, but it's also incredibly true. And if it happened to me, I'd be so pissed. But I was like, no. Watch this shit. <laughs> Can't believe I scaled Why that fucking fence. Why about uh, somebody breaking into my house? <laughs> breaking four laws. <laughs> You're just sensitive. <laughs> oh my god! Save shit. room for dessert. That's right. Yeah. Spoon feeding them. Just <laughs> enjoy the fucking wings. Why don't you enjoy the wings? <laughs> this is the most. Fucking hostile brunch I've ever heard <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, San Diego. What a time. Yeah, was, what a time. Was a fun day. Yeah. That, was, yeah, that was a crazy ass fucking time. Good old Wales vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, I think that was right around the window where, like, I mean, I was first getting to the tavern and I was like meeting all of you guys for the first time. This is kind of the origin story for me meeting all of you guys. That yeah. Was, I think that was all the same year. Met you and Rob. Yep. Tavern. Yeah. All right, all right. I feel like we could tell a bunch of stories. We have a whole episodes detailing the shenanigans in Pacific Beach. Yeah. We could have we could have a series. I was gonna we could have a season. Yeah. Yeah. A fucking beach cruiser lot outside of bars where people fucking coming in with flip flops on and then getting mad when their toes get stepped on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still. I've been in, in SoCal since 04, man. I, I still have those. Yeah, I'm still not a flip flop fan. I hate no. flip flops. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan either. I don't know why I do it. <laughs> or when people go out, they get all dressed up and like, oh, I'm gonna put this button up on, these jeans on, flip flops. Let me throw my flip flops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you forgot the rest of your dress up. Yeah, man. exactly. What's wrong? It doesn't match. Put some socks on. It's like nah. I'm only, the only person who can get away with a tuxedo and flip flops is Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> if, he's doing, if he's doing like a fucking jokey joke, like fucking dazed and confused kind of, he's like, all right, all right. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right. <laughs> I just we thought I'd come in here. Like yeah. A little bit between business and casual. <laughs> Yeah, those, those are rookie numbers. You got pumped those up. Didn't he fucking get in an uh, airstream and drive around the country with Penelope Cruz? Like, wasn't that a shit that he did like back I mean, in the day? Sounds like him. Yeah, like he was sounds just like, like a Lincoln commercial. Yeah, was he. Was, say, yeah, <laughs> he was the Lincoln lawyer, so like, <laughs> like yeah. he's been about Lincoln since the beginning. Like, he's, that was not off brand. But no, I, and like, the, I think the other thing about like the great flattening is like, I think what, you know, one of the things that Kim put in the notes was um, like, we, we don't even know there's celebrities 
that are huge, that have millions and millions of fans, make millions of dollars, and we don't even know who the fuck they are. Oh, yeah. Not at all. Not even a clue. Like, that's how big the, wor- that's how big the world is now. So it's like, when we're talking about, like, these, these, these folks getting, like, canceled or, like, these people... I shouldn't even say canceled, right? Because that's not even the right word anymore. It's like being held accountable for fuck shit. Um, in their pocket, in their lane, sure, but there's a big fucking world out there, and it's not like they don't go elsewhere and go use that celebrity in other places to still live their lives. Um, just in the microcosm of where they where they presently existed, they're not exalted anymore, or they're having to deal with the consequences of shit that they thought they could hide, um, or they thought they could like dodge in whatever in particular ways. So, like, I, I, I have a problem with uh, I have a problem with the idea of people that people are in fact canceled unless of course you know they're going to jail (laughs) um uh you know i don't know that you know even when we're talking about you know labeouf like you know he's for a lot of you know in a lot of spaces like he's done done right but i was like it's you know i've set it around this house i'm like he's got what four years and then he's going to be back at the house doing production work and he's going to pull like he's going to pull like a low-key mel gibson yeah mel gibson's out here doing fat man that yeah. movie was yeah. fucking yeah. awesome. If you yeah. guys haven't seen it, and cool. like he's just gonna, you know, Roman Polanski, and he's married to a, a black woman in it. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> wow, what? Mrs. Claus is black, right? Like know. they're 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 not. They just they get a pa- like it's a pause, yeah. and they have enough money, and they've made enough. They have enough money and clout, and they've made enough people money that like they're they can either self fund. Like when he was doing all this crazy art shit, that was all self funded. That was just him yeah. using his fucking. His his weird ass whatever the fuck uh, teen money that he had. So like they're not canceled. They don't. They they haven't lost their access. They're just they just have they just can't be as in loved. Time out. As, yeah, they're in timeout. They're not going to be as loved anymore because they punched Sally in the face and everybody loves Sally. Because didn't didn't Bill Burr said that like I think they're trying to figure out like how long people have to be on timeout for it. Like mm-hmm. I think he's, he was referring to like Paula Dean. Like yeah. how long does she have to fucking sit in the corner before she can come back and make cookies for everybody. Like that's like a million dollar whale. That's how much money she makes for like a lot of these networks. Yeah. And they're not mad at her. They just know that she can't be on TV right now. Cause people, yeah. everyone's mad at her. So they just yeah. start the clock. She's in the penalty box. Waiting She's gonna, for her to come back. She has to come up. Like you got to come up behind somebody else. Like you can't just come out in front anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we've, We've, and, and the people that we yeah, love the slave uh, themed wedding or something like that, right? Was that what it was? <laughs> it was like a slavery themed wedding or some shit. Like How that. is that an option? Let me look it up. Did she do that? Go ahead, sorry, she, she did something somewhere. dumb. I know she said nigga. Yeah, we know that. That's, I mean, but I mean, again, like she's from the south. She's a white lady. Like, what? What do you yeah. think she thought? Yeah. Like, what do you think she thought? Like, yeah. Like, that's that's the, that's been my that's uh, you know, like, it turns out Bob Iger's racist. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Man, I just I I, I just that Bill Burr. What do you think he thought? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. What do you, yeah. <laughs> what do you think they thought? Like, come, like the you mean Joe Rogan uses his white privilege to develop his opinions on things? That's ridiculous. Are you, are you guys ready for this? I'm uh, always this ready. Is the headline of the story. Paula Dean reportedly planned a wedding with waiters who looked like slaves. <laughs> uh, let me see. I haven't read this. The flamboyant television food personality and enthusiastic pusher of an inane new line of 
pointless butter spreads allegedly admitted to telling racist jokes, using the N-word regularly, and wait for it, enlisting black men to play the role of slaves at a wedding. Yeah, I knew it was some shit like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but also there's like the people whose wedding it run it was and the black men who decided to show up and play the parts of slaves. Like yeah, it's not yeah, all, like yeah. generally a wedding planner is not just yanking yeah, that out their back pocket. Like you know it would be a great idea for that atmosphere you told me you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like someone was like, yo, so I want something I that makes me feel exalted over people of darker skin. What do you got? <laughs> the wedding planner. It's like, oh, oh you know, I have this uh, I have this amazing 1776 package that I'd love to talk to you about. Is that Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. <laughs> Is it a wedding planner? Oh. I want to know the guy like showing up for the interview. Was like, all right, so what does my motivation mean? <laughs> <laughs> the history of your family. Yeah, right. Also, so your family doesn't eat unless you completely emasculate yourself in public. Like, what if that's like a like? What if there's what if there was actually a a a now famous black actor that literally forgot all about that shit? Like, completely (laughs) forgot they like legit. Like, my first role because you because you legitimately there's some shit there's some shit you've done in your past where you're just like I completely forgot I even did that shit and like somebody reminds you like oh remember that time in like fucking ninety eight and you're like oh shit. Really? And like he's really sitting there. IMDb page. (laughs) And like he just he he like the thing is he wasn't even an actor. He was probably just like a caterer, right, or some shit. Like just fucking making like fifteen, like making like eight bucks an hour, right? Just didn't even think about it. Job or something. Like Samuel, you want to pick up a couple hours this weekend? Yeah. And they just like, what do I have to do? I got to wear this fucking diaper and these chains and shit like that. You know. (laughs) They didn't tell him. They just piece by piece started giving him. Yeah. Do you can you get a ride to the web? Yeah. Just meet us there. I'll have a uniform for you. There was already three people leaving and he was just like all right fuck it i need my fucking rent money like you know this trader joe's ain't gonna pay for itself and like <laughs> fucking all these yeah and then like now he's like he's like the fucking lakeith and he's like up there and he's like you know he's the big dude and like all of a sudden it's just like yo we have this picture of you and he's like oh shit i forgot all about that <laughs> Better you know, lean in. You guys aren't getting the context that always. <laughs> so the motivation for this, I thought it was twelve years a slave. It turned out it was Paula Dean. Uh, <laughs> it was a wedding for Paula Dean. The fucking wedding. I just yeah. couldn't imagine. I just wanted. I mean, to yeah. We didn't. We didn't ask the correct question though. How happy was the couple? Oh. <laughs> oh. You made their day <laughs> until they got to the Holocaust honeymoon. Oh. This this hurts. Uh, yeah, this what hurts. kind of fucking uh, monsters? Like they, they get on, they, they, yeah, they get on the plane and they get ready for the honeymoon. They're like, all right, everybody, can I get a hell hit? Hell hit? Oh, you can hire me better than that. Don't even think about it. Just throw it away. Hire me better. We joke, but the wedding took place. Yeah, like that happened. That's what I'm saying. Like someone has pictures of that. Yeah. And yeah. like that's they they yank that album out. Like, oh, let me show you my wedding picture. <laughs> we got like I'm looking at Paula Dean right now. Her, she has dead eyes. Like that is the Dude. fucking that is creepy. She has those pictures on her wall when you walk through a hallway. We right. had we, we you know, oh, this is one event I did one time. My namesake has been besmirched along with conspiracy theories for the duration of history. Like I can't like I there's literally representatives in Congress that are like that are literally caping for QAnon. Like that shit's real. Right. Walking on walking on the Capitol steps with, with a sidearm like they need it. Like yeah. Oh man. Like this is my right. Like, yeah. So, like, so yeah, you changed this Instagram. You're supposed to make cookies for people. You're supposed to make people happy. 
So he changed like, his Instagram what? handle from him no here. <laughs> People were like, "So you're an, an anonymous?" I don't get it. So it's Q. It's it's Q Xavier. It was Q Xavier. Then it's him no here. Just leave me the fuck alone. Now it's yeah. substantive material. Just we'll just do, we'll just leave with that substantive yeah. material. I'm subscribing no matter what, no matter what you call call it. <laughs> I listen every day. Oh, thank you. Yo, I'm yeah, Q. Yeah. I'm gonna start calling you Q Fanon. Uh, 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 philosophy joke. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. kind of want to get Paula Dean on the show if we can. <laughs> I, have, I have so many questions. You guys do too. Yeah, we are. I, you know, come on. We all have the <laughs> PR team. <laughs> like, like we'll we'll bring her who goes on. first? Who goes first? Ooh, I got one. I got one. We'll bring her on into the guys of like trying to no. learn how to make the first question or some shit and then ambush her. <laughs> How many black dudes have you dated? <laughs> right? Because I no, and, like, and, 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 and fine date. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do that. Yep. Like, how many you been out? Like, cause I I know this is this is a thing for you. So like obviously. Yeah. Like you have you have you have a fetish. So yeah. Yeah, it's 100 cents right there. Like as do, you know, I'm not gonna never mind. Nope. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> so nah, it's just uh uh-uh. uh. That's you just that hmm? we're all waiting. You don't <laughs> that nah, nah, we're just gonna go ahead and leave it right there because you already know. You already you... Uh, is she gonna be the top of our next promo? Yeah. Should we do it mm-hmm. like uh, we should totally get Paula Dean excerpts. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find like or can we do like a <laughs> Let's see them try to do a copyright infringement on that shit. <laughs> they got, they got me. I, I'm, I, was off, you. I was off of Instagram for a fucking week. Challenge week. accepted. Off that shit. This fuck shit. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna bombard your inbox with like her making pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like your waffles now, Q? <laughs> <laughs> you just eat them, boy. You can just taste the hate in these pancakes. Why does she put pancakes. so many chocolate chips in these waffles? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and she names each one and she drops them into the batter. It's weird. <laughs> This I've never heard of a pumpernickel. This one be Ezekiel. I've never heard of a pumpernickel pancake. That's, I mean, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's uh, awkward. I just, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know how that makes headlines. That is publicly available information. Yeah. Um, we went through, like, we went through the past year, and there, there's still people. There are still people. Uh, that are on social media and av- like widely available that are like, it's not that bad. There's still people like we've knew about R. Kelly forever ago and people yeah. were still fucking rocking with him for the longest. Mm-hmm. People still rock with him. Yeah. Like, and this isn't me judging you one so way or the other. Boondocks people, episode. Like him, but like, the fact There's a whole me, Boondocks episode where a counter argument is presented yeah. arguably for the sake of a counter argument, but like it now becomes a very problematic monologue. Yeah, yeah. Around yeah. like whether or not you can move out of the way and all that shit. Like it was funny at the time. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like that wasn't the right way to speak on this thing. No. Like if like like I'm surprised no one's come at Aaron Magruder at all and been like, yeah, so like this episode, problematic. Well, I mean, they come at they're gonna come at him, but also like it's it. <sighs> It was to accentuate, like that that whole piece, right? Was to accentuate how stupid that was. 
Yeah, right. Even in the moment, like how, like people were just like, yeah, it's like, okay, let's put up a stupid ass argument. And then like they put up the stupid ass argument and it beats a lawyer and the lawyer's like, Tom Dubois is like, what? Yeah. He's like, he's like, you just got beat by a six year old. And like how everybody's caping on this one thing. And it's just like, it goes back to the like, um, it goes back to like the, 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 it goes back to the victim blaming that like happens. Right. Where it's just like all of a sudden, like Robin Givens is a bitch. That's that very well, very well may be true. She can be all the things she needs to be. She does not deserve a fucking Mike Tyson three piece and to be assaulted. Right. I heard she right. was headbutting his fist. It was weird. <laughs> that was the story. Like, uh, yeah, that's like, I, that that leaked out. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, yeah you, it could go to any. You could go to any church on a Sunday, <laughs> in in the community, and now they'd be like, "Well, Robin Givens," and it's just like, "What do you? What are yeah. we argue? He, he's in prison." Well, people. Uh, I mean, Chappelle said it. Like, once you love this person, you have this idea in your head. <laughs> it, it'd be like finding out that chocolate ice cream raped. 77 yeah. people. It was like, oh, I like chocolate ice cream. Yep. <laughs> I don't want it to rape. Nope. <laughs> like, it, you don't want, like, this person that made this thing that you love for so long. You don't want them to be a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And, you know, and reject it. Nico, Nico already knows where I'm going to go with this. This is why I think I almost, I'm almost getting to this point now. I've watched it for the second time. I feel <sighs> like, I feel like, bless you. I feel like people need to watch Soul and like oh be able to hold both thoughts in their head at the same time. Yeah. Right. You need to be, you need to be able to watch that movie and see how dope the mess, see how dope the long-term message is and see how deeply problematic it is and let that fucking rock. Let that fucking sit there. Just let yeah. it sit on your fucking chest. Like it's deeply problematic for all the Tina Fey, blackface and all the, all the European enlightenment, all the reasons they're all there. They're blatant. And then at the same time, it has a dope fucking message and it's a Disney movie. So it's not, it's not, it's not, but it's going to get, it's going to get widespread. So it's like, this is our culture. This is what we live in right now. And I hate to even exalt this movie to that position, but it's a, it's a benign way of doing it. I think eventually people will probably pick up on what you're saying. And sometimes it takes time, you know, because there's definitely Disney has a long history of making some questionable decisions with some questionable. of questionable terrible. I think we <laughs> might have discussed it already before. Like there was the crows and Dumbo, yep. uh, who's the main character. The main crow's name was literally Jim Crow, and then uh, in Fantasia, I think they cropped it out since then. But the original uh, Fantasia, there was like one of the excerpts had like these little like woodland nymphs and pixies and stuff like that. And they're very cherubic, but there's one, I think her name was like sunflower or something. And it was, she was like the one little black girl and they kind of made her look like those old, like, you know, uh, watermelon fucking. Yeah. It was Uh, with like the bright red lips and everything. It was. Walt Disney was a Nazi. My nigga. Mickey Mouse is a black person in whiteface. Like <laughs> the whole thing, you just yeah. blew my mind. Exactly. Yo, oh, I can't yo. handle all this. Doctor Car, Doctor Car, bro. Those are black. Those are white gloves on a black body <laughs> and a white face with black features. Uh, oh, yo, man. peace, bro. Peace, you peace, just, peace. You just peace. blew my Sunday yeah. away. Yeah, no. Goofy's a cow. Mickey's a black man in white face. Yep. Just let. That that's our history. <laughs> we made cartoons, nigga. <laughs> we need to find the music. 
like fucking VH2 Walt Disney music for them. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Just there's there's so there's so much fuck shit, and it's still it's still it's still it's still to this day, and because and because we can't fucking sit, like because when we start talking about it, yeah. you start sound, you start sounding crazy. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you walk into a you walk into a party and say Goofy's a cow. It's over. Yeah. What? Over. It's gonna be my new thing. That's gonna be my new like like conversation breaker. Hey guys, uh, real quick, anybody here to know what, what Goofy is? Huh? Huh? He's a cow. Mike drop. Exit the room. <laughs> yeah, big gulps. All right. See you later. It's like, nope, that's Pluto. Pluto's a dog. <laughs> like, how did we get here? Why is the room dark? <laughs> Just, but yeah, it, it's, and it's all that shit. And now they got Pixar in on it. So, you know, but then yeah. it, ah, it's just, so yeah, we, it, we have a, I think the reason, I think the reason like the celebrities aren't, it's not so, we have a problem with truth. We have a problem with accepting it. We have a problem yeah. with receiving it. We have a problem with telling it. We have a problem with being direct with it. Or even um, owning up to it, like, from yeah. the past. Yeah. Because uh, the biggest one with Disney was I, I think, fucking Song of the South. That one was, like, the fucking big one. They, they will not... They expunge that shit from anywhere. Like, it's almost impossible to find that thing. I think the bigger problem with truth is mm. we all have a fear of the consequence. So if you... You know, owning it is like, yeah, you did it. But like really owning it is knowing that, all right, there's consequences that come to this now, you know? And I think a lot of people avoid the truth as a result of like, well, I can't deal with fully owning it and knowing that there's consequences that come with it. Like I'm going to be at a loss of something or things are going to change. So they, they, you know, think that in the head and they're like, you know, I won't own up to it now. Like I'm just going to be totally oblivious and act like that's not there. And I think that's I think that's actually what it is, you know? Yeah. They just act oblivious because they're like, man, the truth is, if I got to really own up to this, there's a lot of follow-up I have to do with that too. There's mm-hmm. embracing it, accepting the consequences, being at a loss of something, knowing that I may not come back or there's like time to, you know, heal or come back or maybe not come back from something. But, but yeah, I think that's the more the avoidance is, is of the consequence. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, that, I think you're completely correct. I think it's uh that Rick and Morty episode where they're climbing there in the they're in the giants with the jelly bean. Um yeah, and jelly bean right. tries to come after him in the bathroom and then they're just like, Don't don't tell the truth. Just let them yeah. ride with it. Like let them believe the lie. Yeah, he means more more to more people mm-hmm. as a symbol. As that, a symbol than anything else. Dark night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ooh. Oh boy. God, nobody wants to live in Gotham. I don't know. I was looking at a two uh, two floor condo, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, okay. uh, Poison Ivy's my roommate. <laughs> Yo, that's. I've been trying to read more and more of that stuff lately, and it really, it really seems like he's like, it would be like the equivalent of cleaning, like a fucking four story mansion. It's like covered in mud and shit, but with the toothbrush, you know, <laughs> like it's like, in, it, you're never going to fucking get that thing done. Like you're never going to clean up Gotham. Oh, clean up Gotham. Yeah. No. Or, or clean the vagrants that's from here all the way to East village. Yeah. <laughs> but also like, but also like, uh, I'm not gonna, let's not Bush. Let's not, I'm not gonna, we're not, I'm gonna let Nico hold the torch on the Bruce Wayne bashing. 
I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let him <laughs> hey, yo, fuck that nigga, bro. <laughs> I love it. He goes, hey, guess what? He's dead. I love that you're actually a fan. <laughs> I love Batman comics, but fuck that movie. Yeah, no, Batman comics are awesome. Like, I, I love to hate it. What I love that they're doing right now in this future state thing is they made him broke. Did they, everything away from him. Yeah, and they didn't even explain why. That was the it, weird right. thing. Like, Good. or at least not yet. Maybe it's not gonna yet, be in yeah. the future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is uh, the start of it. It seems pretty cool, though. Yeah, and I'm curious as to what a what a black Batman looks like. If they don't have black writers in the room, it's going to be stupid. But, <laughs> what does their hair look like? This, uh, this Tim Fox. <laughs> My thing is like so. Right, one of the major things that I thought was like really funny, and they addressed it pretty early on. But I was like, wait, so like, what about the bottom half of his face? Like, no one's going to pick up on the fact that all of a sudden this thing is black. Like, <laughs> like he wears like he wears like a, a a different version of the cowl that like covers the bottom of his face. I was just like, oh, okay, cool, they covered that. But, uh, the only thing he changed about funny. the costume is that the cod piece where his dick goes is fucking way bigger. bigger. Yeah. <laughs> That was all he was concerned about. Batman, there's something different about your suit. I can't place it. But <laughs> all white writers in the room. My eyes are up here. Gotcha. Jesus, Jesus. That's all everybody cares about. Nah, My eyes are up here. <laughs> oh my god! Still not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> I do want to see the writers' room. Though I think that could be. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Awesome. Who is have an extra this line? Battering belt wrapped around his dick. <laughs> uh, hey guys, uh, what do what do they eat? What do we have this guy eat? Oh my god! <laughs> what kind of what kind of car should he drive? Should it be a Cadillac? Oh boy! What if what if they had like a barbershop set up in the back game now? Like. Uh. <laughs> We've watched all the Damn. movies. Yeah, right. The way, the, way to, the way to get in the back cave hey, is listen, like fucking move the chair up and down a couple times. <laughs> His afro's the coming out the Batman movie. His afro's coming out the sides. It's coming out the ears. Like tufts of hair. Oh man, uh, 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 man. Like I don't understand. Like, like how how do they consistently fuck shit? Up like I don't know. just consistently fuck shit up. I think so that's give me a good static shock story. Just anything like uh, just uh, all the time, like every time, like every time. You're gonna make a show called Black as Fuck, put a black head writer, and then make the writers' room white. Like how? How do y'all fuck this up every single time? How do y'all allow this shit to be fucked up every single time? Y'all let Sony pull off uh, into the Spider Verse without a hitch, and y'all still ain't figure this shit out. Yeah, that's the best Spider Man ever. Ever. Are they detached from? Uh, I think they're just detached from like regular people or like the fan base. A lot of times. Now I'll tell you what it is. They want to cater to who they want their demographic to be. Yeah, so that's yeah. why they're the same people. Like we can only write for who we want. Yeah. To really be this, like the watchers. So. Meanwhile, they're complaining about the shrinking audience of comic books. It's like you don't say. It's <laughs> almost like you don't write them for the general public, <laughs> as they are today. Have yeah. any of you guys been watching this is a little bit off? But have you guys been watching Wandavision? Have you guys. Yes, I just watched the third episode. That's a Nico conversation. Night. Very much. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm boycotting Disney. Fuck Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I live. I live in the. I live in the real world. So. Okay. Fuck, fuck Disney. White face mascot. Yeah. I want yeah, yeah. to submit to our Disney overlords. Uh, <laughs> they consume all media conglomerates. No. Entertain me. I don't pay for that Disney Plus subscription anyway. Beam um, me. Up. What do What do you think of the show so far? Uh 
I've been seeing a lot of people complain about like there's nothing going on this and that, and I I agree with those first those first two episodes, but mm -hmm. I've been having a lot of fun like discussing and uh, speculating on what it could be. I don't know if that's because like I kind of have an idea of the different stories that they're kind of pulling from, yeah, with, like House of M, you know. But I'm having fun just like you know trying to speculate with my friends on, on the mystery, you know. I think that's, that's kind of I like it. Yeah, you know, I think I, yeah. I'm like really like to people who are like criticizing it. It's like, well, okay, well, one, it's it's a new show, so that yeah. things have to get set up. Uh, two, are you paying attention to the story? Like, these yeah. are things for reasons. So it's yeah. like, as we continue, like we know that we're in Wanda's head essentially. Yeah. So I don't, I don't understand the critique. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why would you? Why would you get that bent out of shape? It's only been two episodes. Like, let the story yeah. develop a little bit. You want to know now? Um, it's kind of like someone being like, "Yo, like, I love Superman, but like, they blew up his home planet in the first episode." I just feel like that's kind of going from zero to sixty really fucking fast. It's like, do you know anything about the content that we're discussing? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun, uh, kind of deciphering and trying to speculate. Um, and I like, I like the idea like, of it. Like, it makes perfect sense to me when you talk about really, like, and I'm getting deep into <clears> it, but it's like literally the psychological makeup of her character. She is from a Eastern European country. Yeah. She was brought over to America, and she was, like, dipped in American, like, uh, sterilized culture, yeah. right? So her experience as far as, like, everything that's tied to who she is is tied to chaos, is tied to pain, is tied to trauma. So yeah. she's literally trying to recreate her existence, which is why those moments where she's like, I don't know our story. Like, that's so significant because she's yes. literally trying to rewrite everything. You're literally watching someone transition from having an ethnicity to being whitewashed into white. Yeah. Like you're you're what like to me the the levels of conversation in the show are so meta because you're you're showcasing like this trauma that she attaches to her ethnicity and her culture she's literally trying to get rid of by creating a false environment where all of that shit doesn't matter. She's um, and she's and she's fighting blessed. against like the real world reality at the same time. Like to me, I think the 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 conversation that's being had is amazing. Yeah, I love the conversation. Yeah, I love it. that's part of, a big part of the reason why I'm enjoying the show. And vision as well, like um, trying to like reconcile, you know, his himself with like being human, with being American, and like not having an ethnicity, not having and not having an identity outside of like vision. Yeah, fucking Andrew. I don't know. I just I'm like, bro, this is like. This is heavy fucking shit. Like, there's some there's really dope think pieces that are going to come out of this, in my opinion. If no one else writes them, I will. I just hope they don't <laughs> trip, like, over the finish line, which Marvel usually has. They have a really good track record of yeah. sticking the landing. Yeah, uh, they're not DC or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. But, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> even, like, I watched the first two episodes, and I was, like, uh, doing some artwork. So I was just... It was on, and I was, like listening to it and looking back and forth from what I was working on. And I was like, all right, that was cool. Like whatever. But then when I went back and watched it and focused on like what was going on, all the little nods and Easter eggs. And I was like, like the wine, the wine bottle that said house of M on it. Yes. Like, you know, and all the little things like that. Uh, I was picking up all these other little ways that somebody would say something like, uh, I think the chick at the tea party or whatever was like, 
all the devil's in the details and the yeah. neighbor's like, that's not the only place he is. I was like, oh, Mephisto's in this motherfucker somewhere. No, dude, <laughs> t- bro, as far as Mephisto, take a look at Agatha's hairdo every episode. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. So, okay. Nico was watching an episode downstairs and... Yeah. You know, I'm in. I'm in full. You know, the only reason why I'm using Disney right now is to sh- wa- let people watch Soul, right? Because yeah. fuck them, <laughs> fuck Disney. We, we watch yeah. shit. Look at this motherfucking yeah. shit right here. If I if I can get a copy of that shit, and not to turn that shit on, I would. However, I was watching it and I was kind of pissed because it looks like some shit I'd be really into. And, uh, fire. and then he we watched he watched the video essay afterwards, and I was like, this looks like some shit I'd really be into. And so I'm constantly giving. Nah, no, no. You can watch it to hate it. It's cool. Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm a fig- locker the shit, bro. You know, you know, you know exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say Nico knows what I'm gonna do with it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna figure out a way. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Not going to turn like, on the Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll you know, get wait updated. for like the Wizard of Oz to come out with like the Wiz version and have like. Some <laughs> That'll new- be great. I can't. <laughs> we need more of that shit. We need more of that. Just taken and just yeah. blackety blacket it up. Just that's I'm, yep. I'm gonna call it the black. I'm just call have a whole uh, studio called the black version. Well, like I mean, I feel like we could start working on it. Like why let somebody else fuck it up when we can do a perfectly exactly. amazing job? We don't even have to shoot it. We can just have readings on the podcast. Yeah, read yeah. the script. Awesome. A, con- a contemporary reading. <laughs> oh, you know what? Like this is a little bit off topic. I mean, we're already off topic, but even off the topic, we're on uh, because I have you guys all on the line. Uh, Rob and I were discussing this uh, just. It's it's we're just about done with January. Uh, we were discussing how Mariah Carey pretty much owns uh, Christmas with her fucking all yeah. off of Christmas is you, and I'm sure she's just raking in her residuals. But uh, I feel like there's definitely at least some t- a group that aren't super comfortable with listening to Thriller for Halloween, you know, because of the stuff that uh, yeah. Yep. You know, and there's 100%. probably a void for a good Halloween song. And I feel Wait, like hold on. I missed something. What did I miss with Thriller and Halloween? Oh, uh, Michael I'm Jackson. just saying we could, uh, there, I feel like there might be a void uh, for a good Halloween song that we could we could put uh, together. Yeah, because Michael, Michael Jackson with the pedophilia thing gets closer to R. Kelly than he does away from him. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah so but R. Kelly's been get- like convicted of a crime. Yeah, but Michael Jackson has has tons of evidence and stuff in his in his direction. So um, it's one of those things like it turns he, some people off. Yeah, yeah, it turns. That, it, I understand it turning someone off. I'm just like R. Kelly is definitively. Yeah, yeah. again, it, <laughs> oh, again, yeah. the statement is it pulls him closer to mm-hmm. R. Kelly, where mm-hmm. he he mm-hmm. ought not he ought not even be and he ought not be in that gravitational pull. But he's fucking in the he's not even in the stratosphere. He's in the sky like a fucking cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I got you. Just feel like there might be a there's no rainfall pause. Anyway, so let's plug that gap in with the yeah. Halloween song. Yeah, with the dynamic menace Halloween tune mm. that we could all uh, we could all piece together our menace bash. Yeah, and then just every Halloween collect our residual checks. Hmm. Our fucking, well, like I mean, Tracy Morgan, mo money, mo money, werewolf bar mitzvah. <laughs> Was a smash I hear apparently. I mean if we want this thing To be a hit uh, We gotta make sure that uh, The only version The only thing that we have on it Are ad libs And we get somebody To actually sing sing Werewolf <laughs> bar mitzvah What is that Spooky scary What is, is that it's the, it's, the, it's the Bill Burr Where it's like We want this thing To make millions of dollars So I can't be the <laughs> yeah. lead You know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. We're here to make Millions of dollars people Right so like We need this thing to hit um, Nico's gonna be taking his shirt off. Rob's gonna be doing squats. So, yeah. like, there's just certain things that have to happen here, <laughs> <All that. laughs> right? 
So, you know. Yeah, I mean, we'll piece Nico just doing the like the light skin uh, D'Angelo, like the fucking untitled. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, you know, uh, Chris Brown's still hot. Just saying. So. I'm with it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it ride for a little bit. I'm not gonna have the argument about. I'm not gonna colorist the argument. I'm just gonna let this money. Like, Drake is hot right now. I'm gonna let the money make itself. So, <laughs> the mahogany coalition of darkness. We will we will we will we will, we, 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 no, we will we will fund it as silent investors. Uh, <laughs> decide to take a venture role in this in this project. Um, we'll be along for the Let's marketing. Let's get alliance stand strong. <laughs> we will let you guys run the front. Yeah, lineage <laughs> is strong. Man. Y'all got Tyrese. <laughs> Bad Look, we got D'Angelo. Goddamn it! Okay, how does yeah. it feel? Mm-hmm. All right, no matter what mm-hmm. happens. Hey, right. it's not a competition. We're working together. <laughs> All right, just saying. Just saying. He brought up fucking Tyrese. Nobody asked him to bring up Tyrese. Goddamn it! Let's let shit go. Let that shit go. We will gladly fund. We will gladly fund this. We will not talk about Tyrese ever again. Every time I talk about music. Everybody got to bring that shit up. Okay, every time I talk about you got to bring up Tyrese. <laughs> right? We let Bing Rams handle that in Baby Boy. All right? Look, let's just oh, yeah, on. Did. All right? Yeah, he did. Show. All right? God damn it. We had to send out oh, a full delegation on that shit. <laughs> uh, we are... We, we, I feel like we, we have enough, like, little sticks like this to, to have uh, T-shirts in production now. Just have a picture of Bring Rames kissing Tyrese on the back of his head yeah. <laughs> in a full headline of fullness. <laughs> Mahogany Coalition of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of you are safe. <laughs> Love nope. it. Yeah, that's it. And we'll have a spin-off show with that. Welcome back to the Mahogany Coalition of Darkness. <laughs> you know what's even better? I love, let's say, like say the average amount of listeners were like doing great. I'm like, oh, this episode sounds cool. And then by like the 30, 40 minute mark, they'd slowly like, eh, maybe we should go do something else. <laughs> turn this one on. And then at this point, there's only like two people still listening. I love it. What's their beef with Tyrese? <laughs> I thought they would have gone after Tay Diggs or somebody else. Like, I don't understand. Like, they could have. this Coca Cola commercial. She's a sweet lady. Won't you be mine? That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, all the Fast and Furious movies. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's a, he's a thespian. <laughs> Nah. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, episode so, today. Yeah, Halloween song. Boom. Yeah. I think we got a lot of a lot accomplished today, right? Mm-hmm. I felt good. I'm I'm 75 percent more awake than yeah, I was. I was, I was literally just gonna say, yeah. like, I woke up halfway through that. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt like you guys were in our bedroom, just waking us up. Um, yeah, we want to. <laughs> we want to ask everybody to go ahead and uh, check us out on Instagram. It's a uh, Dynamic dot menace. Um, mm. We have been discussing like other social media and avenues for people to connect with us and uh, hit us up and send us questions and messages and contact us so we can have like a little more uh, interaction with people who are listening. Um, we we sh- we're trying to get on a regular schedule of releasing every Wednesday. We're gonna get on that and uh, yeah, we'll be on that color people time right now. Sorry, <laughs> we're all working a lot. <laughs> That's it. And we're trying to connect from two different coasts. So yeah, cut, cut some break. Cut some break. We're, yo, we're we're we're, full, we're, we're <sighs> we are <laughs> we are ambitious, employed, working hard black men. Yes. Okay. All right. Get Wait, cut, y'all are cut, employed? Cut us. You own your own business. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> All right. So everybody's everybody is working their asses off to make sure that we make amazing content. If you don't get that shit on a Wednesday, you ain't getting that shit on a Wednesday. Right? Yeah, you might get that shit on a Thursday. It might come it on a Friday. Let us know what you want to hear. Like exactly. Anything. Let us. You showed up to work for free for four hundred years, my nigga. I'm taking that ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, show up when I, I'm gonna get there shit. when I get there. No. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I showed up on time I'll be back when I'm back Yo I'll be back (laughs) Back when I'm back That's when I'll be back That's when I'll be back You're gonna get the content Don't worry You're gonna get your two hours Of fucking delicious Stelsit sounds Of fucking Drew Rob and Nico All right, And the illustrious one Known as Quincy I'm right here baby Come on Sometimes you gotta wait Sometimes you gotta wait Yeah Like freedom I want to contribute, but I'm still like so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got, yeah. I got stuff. I promise. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm so clever. I'm so clever. Yeah. He is. Yo. Yeah. Drew, Drew had me rolling, running the front door. Oh my god, that shit. Oh, talk so much shit. We didn't have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you Split. what, man. I don't know what made me choose to get into management because working the door was amazing. It was so yeah. much fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Way cool. Uh, can I give you a hundred dollars to like get in, cut the line early? Cool, stand over here. All right, but where <laughs> those people getting in? Just stand right there. But they letting those people in. Just stand right there. <laughs> you got that hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah. How many? People? I'm gonna let like eight of my friends in. No, no, that's not gonna be a hundred though. So, well, what, well, well, can I just get in and then they can come and then come later? No, 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 no. Why are you still letting those people in? Because they're not giving me a hundred dollars. So. <laughs> <laughs> there was a dude who was like. We were, uh, I was checking on the guy who was running the side door and like, while I was talking to him, this guy fucking walks up and he was like, how, how much can I give you to, to, to get in the side door over here? And he was like, $5,000. He's like, what? Then we charge like 10 bucks the front door. And he was like, well, that sounds like a better deal. If I go with that one. The most, the crispiest way to tell someone to fuck off. I was yeah. like. You sir, yeah. you. After all of this shit, you didn't pay attention to fight. You didn't pay attention to Fight Club. You did yeah. not pay attention to Fight Club. Your janitors, all the pe- you got to treat us the best. Yeah. We Seriously. run everything. Stop, <laughs> stop with this shit. Like, no, uh, I'm trying to get what your guy won't let me in. Well, he's security, and that's manager. Manager doesn't give a fuck. He's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was the other thing. Like, I want to speak to your manager, and I would just do a 360, but like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? You like to file a complaint on who? What seems to be the problem? <laughs> you keep, little, keep some glasses, like, in your in your breath pocket. <laughs> Clark Clark Where'd the bouncer go? Oh, he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you showed us. I can finally talk to somebody with some sense. So, that bouncer... <laughs> He has a beard kind of like you, but, you know, he just has a stinky attitude. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fresh friends. Is that a brace of Negro bothering you? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Rips off the mustache. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. You're the guy I was just talking to. No, <laughs> not. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah, nice. I'm twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. Uh, you're, you're getting you're getting some of our sillies because we're still kind of sleepy. You know that fucking. This is great. That, that when you right before you fall asleep or when we first wake up and you're a little out of it, still a little loopy. You're getting some of that from me. I'm uh, I'm a little out of it. I feel like there's an important part. Like, you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, if they go to your, if they go to your IG, they're going to get your artists, you know, your drawing, your, you know, 
the, the work that you're doing. They go to Rob, they get, you know, powerful, you know, strong individual. They go to Nikos, they get like multi-hyphenate, multidisciplinary artiste. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They go to me, they get like, I don't know what the fuck they get. Wisdom. <laughs> they get one post after this nigga disappeared for like three weeks. First, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get that. that He's a sage. Fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. Fuck them. All right, <laughs> fuck them. All right, uh, I'm trying to impart. I'm trying to impart determinism in a way in which the people can understand the way the the decisions they make, the choices they have options for, and where free will truly occurs. Fuck Disney. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that. I want that next time. Like a black movie. man trying to make you fucking bad. <laughs> Sorry, there's. I've got. I got to. I don't know why I'm yelling about this. Just you can edit that the part. Man out. is upset. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, people don't get it unless you speak louder. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, just it's unnecessary. Like it was an unnecessary thing. Like all you had to do. Normally, when you appeal, you appeal, right? And then it's like for educational purposes, <laughs> not commercial, right? Yeah. And these motherfuckers, I appeal three times. They gonna they, how you gonna shut down my whole account on a free account? Yeah. Like I don't even pay, like I don't make money on this shit. I'm not an influencer. They want to silence you. Some bullshit. So it's all right. They don't want. They don't want the truth out there. Nico called me out a couple you're, you're days in a row. You're from the X-Files. They don't want the truth to get out. <laughs> Nico called me out a couple days in a row. I got back on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing Monday through Fridays. I'm taking my weekends back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the same wave, bro. I yeah. almost went to do a read today, and I was like, fuck that shit. This is yeah. a Monday through Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking my weekends back. I'm taking my weekends <laughs> back. Hey, fuck bro. that. Yeah, nah. Hey. Fuck that. No, like, Philip DeFranco can have fucking a million content. views and take... Yeah. Those, are my, those are my waffle days. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, they go up and down, delicious. So, mm, like, nah. like, y'all niggas don't need no readings on the weekends anyway. Y'all relaxing. Yeah. Relax. Matter of fact, I'm getting more text messages now. People like, I I listened to your Friday post, and the unconditional love is love, and unconditional acceptance is self-acceptance. That's amazing. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So you know what? Yeah, yeah we're gonna let that shit ride. Y'all figure it out. Yeah, let yeah, that marinate till Monday. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you get a chance, go ahead and listen to that dynamic mess and realize that like I'm not one way. Nope. It's not all <laughs> yeah. fucking it's not all fucking sonnets, poetry, and contemplative contemplative wisdom. Nope. You heard? Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I like dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I talk shit about Paula Dean and tell Disney go fuck themselves. <laughs> yep. And by sometimes all the time. All the time. <laughs> That's only yeah. 20 minutes on air. I got a whole 22, 24 hours to fill up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it the rest of your day. How much, yeah. how much yeah. hate you gonna spread for the rest of the day? Oh, so much. So much. Yeah. I, that's, why I, that's why I put out that, so that way I can counterbalance this shit. I love it. You gotta get this shit out. <laughs> I feel you. That's what we're, here for. That, we're here for that, man. I said that like in the previous episode, right? Where I was like, I love that your, your Instagram is like all positivity and like, you know, teaching people how to, have perspective and like, and then you get on here and you're like, fuck pancakes, <laughs> fuck the Trader Joe's, <laughs> fuck Disney, fuck Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah, fuck Tyler Perry. And then he does a mic drop <laughs> and then he go picks it back up and goes, and by the way, <laughs> and I forgot to add this. <laughs> and doesn't even get up out of his chair, just spins around and starts doing the thing for his Instagram. And he's like, so, I'd like to thank y'all for the <laughs> I'm in the same. I'm in the same living room. I haven't left the same living room. It's the same spot. <laughs> he just puts on his glasses for the Instagram post. So much mixed energy in that one room. Yeah, it's the Dow De Ching is right next to Grace Lee Boggs and American Revolution. Right next to Black Futures and Cynthia Flip. Like it's all here. Like Lenny Bruce's autobiography is right the fuck there. Like, uh, did you ever see? Like, I think it was a. It was either in Living Color or Saturday Night Live, but it was like uh, it was a skit where Brian Gumble was doing the fucking. 
the Good Morning America shit. And like, he'd be on, when he's on air, he's like, welcome back, we're on Good Morning America. And blah, 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 blah. and then we cut the commercial, he's like, bitch, where's my cognac? Fucking bring that shit in, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can see that yeah. shit. <laughs> I was like that shit they did about Wayne Brady. Remember, he was just like, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> "Oh, this is Brady. feeling kind of light. Yep. This is the wrong president." <laughs> but I, I think that's ne- like I think that's necessary. <laughs> I think yeah. we need that, and not in snippets. I need. We, I think we need to show. I think we need like Sahada Guru like out on a fucking Harley Davidson with bitches. Like I think, I think Deepak Chopra needs to stun on some motherfuckers in in Vegas in VIP. Right? Like we just need to show. The, yeah. Like why do you have diamond studs in your Gucci frames? Like stop yeah. doing this shit. Like stop showing this one. Thing and not being just a complete person in public. Uh, yeah. Period. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Just period. Yeah. Like no. Like you know, Q. You know, I just feel like you're so serious and all the time. No, I fucking talk shit like everybody else. They God just, damn. They exist in the same dynamic menace and let them fucking listen to you fucking rant about. Well, Nico's my little brother and best friend because he gets to see the whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It's a privilege, motherfucker. Like we were wrapping the show up, and then we went off like another. 15. <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally sitting here. I'm just like, yo, this editing is gonna be. <laughs> I feel like there's some days we're gonna get back, and he goes like, yeah, man, I got it down some good twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we have a tight twenty. After I edited out all the fuck Disney's and fucking, why would I edit that out? <laughs> Five years from now, we have a Disney contract. How do you think Q's we got their attention? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh. I can see Q's ass sitting there smiling because he's got his check in the back pocket. He's like holding a puppet of my, Mickey. You want to kick me off Instagram yeah. for two weeks? <laughs> That's how I get you back. Me and me and Dwayne the Rock Johnson fucking hanging out with our Disney checks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to be in Moana too. Like I'm gonna fucking this shit up. <laughs> Yo, let me be on Moana ten so I can just be like, we're not doing. <laughs> we're not doing any of this shit. None of it. Let me when go they hand you the check, you just sing that thank you song from Moana. <laughs> Nah. I'll I fuck with a grass skirt right now. How yeah. big is how do you, how big do you think that Disney check is that you just go fuck it? <laughs> that you just go fuck it. Like all of a sudden out of nowhere, you just like fuck it. I'm sure they've written it, so yeah, they probably written a couple of them. I don't think I just don't, I don't know. I don't think we're gonna be maybe if we you know what? <clears throat> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put this out in the universe. <laughs> Let us be that big, have that much clout, and have that much power that Disney yeah. writes us a check that meets, makes us forget everything. Yeah. MIB style, these like, Woof. yeah, they just give it to us and it flashy, it flashy things us, and we're just like, what? Let it, let them write that kind of check, and we're just like, and I'm looking over at Nico, and Nico's like, yo, don't sign that shit. <laughs> Principal, don't do favorite. it, brother. Don't do it. I want you to say mm, you're welcome. What we can do with this money? Don't do it. <laughs> can reinvest it in the community. This also means that I'm probably the last holdout too. Like I'm the last Black person. Like, everybody else has signed the contract, and they're like, all Q, all Q has to do is just not sign, and we can all be okay with it. We can all just blame him for our. He pulls Black Dynamite. He's like, from now on, I'm declaring war on anyone who brings. Disney in our community. But Q, Black Dynamite. I make I watch Disney. Disney content for the community. Be that as it may, brother, I will no longer accept 
bro, I fucking love that scene. It's be that as it may. But, but Black Dynamite, I sell drugs in the community. And he just like takes it. Like he's like, yeah, I know my man. Like you my nigga. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was, good. That shit was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm declaring war. Anyway. All you motherfuckers got got the new Tesla Rolls Royce and shit. Oh my god! Fucking kicking, pushing with a skateboard on my principles. Right. Uh, Whatever. Wasn't there a fourth guy in Dynamic Menace? <laughs> it's amazing. Right? Show. No, we just replace him with like a Fergie. <laughs> Sorry, we just, get, we just get a white, a white woman to come in. Back to the streets. It's like the it's like the black eyed peas. It's a black eyed piece of podcast. Exactly. No more Lauren Hill. No more. No more Lauren Hill. No more Eric Badu. With a white lady and we're no more even deal. Macy Gray. Just fucking get Fergie. We wanted no to div- we wanted to diversify our base. Yeah, we'll get some redheaded white girl. She just quotes fucking his Instagram page. <laughs> you know, our, our 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 journey with our journey with him ended a little while ago, and you know, we wish him the best. He's, you know he's doing is? amazing things. You know what it is, guys? It's unconditional love as love, right? Like when you really think about it, acceptance starts with unconditional acceptance. I just wrote about that on my Instagram. Sounds, familiar. <laughs> Sounds reminiscent of an angrier black man. Just an angrier so black. She's, so, she's so wise. I actually Tell did us have more a, Tina Fey. Yo, I oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, real talk though. You can actually ask our mind about this. Uh, at Penn, you know, at Penn, at uh, Penn, the Ivy League school. I one of my first poetry readings um, that I did. Mike Simbrian's ones. I have I have this one piece that's dedicated to Patrice O'Neill. Uh, that's. It was, uh, and basically the premise of it is the new angry black man is a young white woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. 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 And like, I had a whole thing about Whole Foods, had a whole thing about the fucking Prius. It was great. Ahead of your time, bro. Yeah. Did you, you heard uh, Bill Burr's SNL fucking monologue, right? Which one? There's the most recent one about, (laughs) was it, uh, the white women just sitting there. They kind of fucking, um, <clears throat> took the reins of like the, the movement of like equality and yeah, you know yeah. minorities knocking and they just kind of swung them their feet over the fence of oppression and stuck themselves yep. at the front of the line. Yep, yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, oh. part of it's so good is because it's it's fucking true. It's and then the other part of it is that like he makes the audience so uncomfortable. There's like the tension is so yes evident because he's do, he's doing it in SNL in New York where that's what they yeah. fucking do that's the yeah, fucking yeah. that's ground zero of that shit I had no idea your lives were so hard with your heated seats and your fucking Gucci you <laughs> 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 have no idea how it's like yo cause he's not doing the jokes for them he's literally galvanizing <laughs> no. his base he's running for office <laughs> I love it he flies a he flies a helicopter he's married to a black woman has a child lives in yeah. LA like Yo, he's running for office one day. Burr 24. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Fuck that. No, we need we need he's to give this VP to the rock. <laughs> and I for that, the Rock Obama. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock Obama. That's how they run it, right? <laughs> you can't you can't spell Barack Obama without the rock. <laughs> All right, we gotta wrap up. Yeah, yeah. sorry, uh, I can sorry, see Nico. My bed from here, and I'm. <laughs> I just want to like curl up and go back to sleep. You guys are great. It's all good. All right, we appreciate you guys, Q and Nico, fucking for blessing us with this amazing conversation. <laughs> He, it's been super fun today we're, we're grateful that two illustrious individuals such as yourself decided to one day put their names into a Wu-Tang name generator 
and Fuck thus yeah. Dynamic Menace was born. He said it! He said it! He said it! We started and ended it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Everybody, thank you for listening. Love you all.